So, so let me let me ask a quick question. It's recording, by the way. So is that the book on is that the book on Randall amongst the circle? Is that the podcast brings out the worst of him? <laughs> I just recognize that about myself. No, I don't. Oh, think so. so that's just your opinion. That's my personal. Yeah, assessment. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Because that's because it's the it's the polar opposite among. They're like, why can't we have this Oz all the time? Because we hang out. I'm just. There's an Oz worse than this one. <laughs> worse. <laughs> Well, because when, when when I hang out with my people, it's like we just like it's. I'm usually just coming from work, and I just I need I need to, I need a drink before mm-hmm. before the fuckery really begins. The angry black man, right? Already, so I'm yeah. already on angry black man mode. Just stepped out the field, you know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, smell still smell like fresh cotton. <laughs> Was that a thing? Like you know, like you know, nowadays it'd be like, no, nigga, you smell like French fries. You just came from McDonald's. Is that was that a thing? No, they smelled like blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, they, yeah. they okay, fair enough. They smelled you know, because like cotton had uh, thorns on it. They weren't giving them no gloves. You know, they had like, yeah. they had, like little things yeah. on it. So they all had they all had really calloused, cut up fingers from picking cotton. Damn. Yeah, cotton has like thorns and like spiny things yeah. on it. So literally, blood, yeah. sweat, yeah. and they probably was holding back them tears because they yeah. was like, how did I? Get to so, this point, yeah. so that's fucked up because my dad and that that puts a lot in the perspective. My dad used to say, even though I work, you know, regular nigga jobs, my dad used to say, "Your hands ought to be soft, boy. You ain't done a day of work in your damn life." Yeah. So now yeah. I'm thinking in my head, does he mean? Does he mean that I never pick cotton? Uh-huh. No. no. Remember, <laughs> remember trading places? That's how she figured out. That's Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. figured out that Dan uh-huh. Eckhart wasn't homeless because yeah. his nails was manicured. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And I always say my nails, my hands are the most important because, story, remember when we worked Comic-Con and mm-hmm. um, Michael Dorn was Dorn? Yeah. Yeah. Worf was there. I'm totally flirting with him because he's so cute. And he had kind of a cold and I was giving him a hard time. And like, this is before COVID. So I'm basically telling him he's a super spreader. Because he came to Comic-Con with a cold. And uh, he was like, you know, wagging the finger like, mm, okay, I'm going to watch you. And I saw him glance down at my hands. I had just gotten my nails done. I was like, this is why you always have your nails done. Because <laughs> the people who notice these things notice these things. Hey. I have a quick Michael Dorn question. Just because I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've, I've ever seen or remember Michael Dorn outside of like Worf. How much of that forehead is forehead? No, it's not. Well, no. he's bald. <laughs> but he doesn't even have like a big giant milk dud head. He just has like a normal size head. But that he is a good I always, looking. That is I always thought to myself when they were doing the casting call, must have an eight head. <laughs> yeah. Eight. No, he's just bald and tall. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Fair bald enough. And tall. I was gonna pull out some more foreheads. Because I mean, how much okay. easier do you think it is to put that? What do they call that? The bald cap and everything, yeah. and the makeup all on the prosthetics already naturally yeah. bald. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'll, and I well, I'm not gonna. Then he had hair though. I'm not even gonna get to my Star Trek. I when I was a kid, I thought Star Trek was questionable because all the niggas had forehead. Klingons, basically, but right. the niggas had forehead. I was like, oh, that's how they're differentiating the, the space niggas. Because of the forehead. Okay, I got you. I mean, I want to have a conversation about how now with Star Trek Discovery, how is it like automatically they're black and they are very savage, whereas back in the day they were actually just white and blackface. And mm. like, 
I prefer it better when they were white and crazy with blackface than like okay, these I, Negroes with the. Okay, if you're gonna get that serious, I gotta start drinking. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Well, they take place thousands of years apart. So. <laughs> yeah. Also true, 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 true. But I was like, you know, when I saw them, the Klingons, when they showed up in Discovery, yeah. I was like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Feels, I feels feel racist. like Gene Roddenberry was not this racist. Yeah. The following content has no idea what this peace shit means. Start the show. I need to start drinking before we before, before time. What is pushing pee? What is pee? Does anyone know? Oh, I don't know. I'm old. Yeah, that's no that's for kids and it's dumb. Is it a drug reference? I don't know. I thought it was the same thing so. where you're like, you do this you know what I'm to get do? people's attention. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, going, you can always just Google I'm it. I'm going yeah. to text my niece. Oh, what it is. Okay. oh boy, we're at that we're at that point. And hopefully I don't I'm washed. See, the only kids that I know are under the age of twelve. I don't know any teenagers. My nephew might know. No, because he's gonna he's gonna rub it in my face for nine years. So about I'm not, how you didn't yeah. know. Tell him my old. You know what's so funny? Molly made fun of me for not knowing what blue cheese was. I'm like, what is blue cheese? She goes, the fuck is hundred dollars. I'm addicted to blue cheese. She's like, hundred hundred dollar bills are blue. I'm like, they oh, are. Yeah. I'm broke. I don't know. And, and right. I also use Venmo and yeah. Uh, yeah, Apple know. Pay. Like, why would I know? Yeah. How would I know that the new hundred dollar bills are blue? And then I looked. I'm like, oh, they are blue. Oh, okay. See, that's what happens when you don't have money. Like, oh, you don't yeah. know that. It's a little the depressing. Is cheese right. niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions. While black, your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz, and I apparently am very washed. <laughs> Why? I just I just texted my niece to ask her what the P in pushing P means, and I just remembered also my sister monitors her text so. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see who I get there. a response from on this one. Uh, as in case you have not heard uh, from the cold open, we do indeed have guests. Um, first time we've had guests in quite a while. I, actually, yeah. actually, that deserves air horns. Let's do it. Yeah, that's, that's ever since episode. That's an air horn thing. One one sixty eight. Oh yeah, we haven't had them since episode one fifty. Yeah. Right. What episode is this? This is episode one sixty eight. Nice. Very nice. Wow. Wow. Congrats on 169. Man, I wish we had been on 169. <laughs> <laughs> see there. See there. Oh, I see what kind of shit so this close. is going to be. So um, uh, we have guests. Uh, we have uh, Jess from the Currently Nerd Podcast. Um, probably uh, talk, introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. Yes, I am Curly Nerd Jess. It still says Curly Nerd Jess on my Twitter. And I <laughs> really? Even on my Instagram. But Damien and I have not done the podcast since... Before a pandemic? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I yeah. mean, and to be fair, it's not because, like, we're lazy. It's just when you love something and then you're, like, talking about it, critiquing it, you start to not love it as much. Yeah. And that happened. Yes. And that's kind of how I was feeling. I was like, this is kind of taking the fun out of my nerd life. Yeah. Because I'm, like, overly analyzing. I don't like to overanalyze fiction. Don't start me about my black nerd problems, Jeremy. Yeah. That's exactly... 
You know, That's I was thinking we should do it again, but periodically. Yeah, maybe. I think it'd be kind of fun, but I'm like, I don't want to lose because like, we got we were kind of like we started watching stuff so that we could talk about it. Yeah, you know? and it, right. Kinda, yeah, it takes the fun out of it. Yeah, I'd rather talk about niggatry sometimes. Yeah, yeah. which they, is which is apparently why you're here. Things that I don't pay attention to during the week, I just talk about them in the weekend. That's this is exactly how this podcast goes. But yes, <laughs> I am the curly nerd Jess. I'm here. With my two favorite people on the planet. Which is another guest. Please introduce yourself. Uh, Tim, uh, the People's Critic. Enjoying Houston. First time. Having a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, your first time here? First time. Did Love you dra- did you did you really drag him to the to the fucking uh, uh, the what are we uh, what's the place? Well, I took uh, both of them to what? No, we didn't go to Turkey Leg Hut. Okay, thank God. We, oh, we drove, we drove, we, we drove by Turkey Leg Hut. And yes. the crazy part is, I was disappointed because there was no line. Yeah, I had my phone out. Yeah. Oh, because it was too fucking cold, right? Yeah. What does everybody say? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. It's not. Well, it's below fifty degrees. So I was gonna say, it's fine. I was say, niggas, niggas will. The only time niggas ain't nigging since the big freeze last year. Is when it is when it hits a hard thirty something. Yeah. yeah, that's that that'll get niggas some straightening real quick. Yeah, but uh, I did take them to Whataburger. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. that that's air horns. That's so, air horns. I mean, you know, it, it's still an uphill battle for both of them. Okay, yeah. this 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 one this trip was better for Jess. This was Tim's first time. Now he he got a spicy chicken sandwich, and it was okay. It was it was not. Up to par. It was not Chick Fil A. Now where you, now where are you at, Tim? Where are you from? Seattle. Seattle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't have any Seattle jokes, so I can't. So you. I mean, there's you plenty of them. It rains a lot. A lot of crazy white people. A lot of coffee. A lot of flannel. Mm-hmm. A lot of flannel. Lots of flannel. Right, flannel. All the Nirvana okay. brunch. Okay. It's, a, it's a beautiful city. If you okay. get a chance to go out there, I think you appreciate it. Fair enough. I'm into it. Oh sure. Into it. Um. Uh. Jess, I know you. Uh. New York. I yes. Know. Okay. I'm from Seattle, though. Okay. Yeah, born and raised. Tim and I, we know we know each other from Seattle, but I moved to New York five years ago. Okay. Best I still can't believe it's been five years. I know. It's five years. That's crazy. Five right. years ago for yeah. work. I'm overdue for a trip out there. I just want to go out there when it's not the hot zone. I literally, I say the only time to come is between, let's say, April, May, and then maybe September, October. Other than yeah. that, don't ever come. It's either too hot or too cold. Well, he's talking about COVID. Well, well yeah, I'm talking about COVID. <laughs> oh, wise. with the Rona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it I doesn't exist meant. down here. So yeah, I, I've right, noticed. Right, right, so right. you know, I've yeah. noticed the COVID. Well, y'all get y'all shit straight over there. Then right, you're yeah. gonna be a little safer up there though. We got 90 percent of our people vaccinated. So hey, that's uh, that's air horns. We probably have an unknown number of people vaccinated. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, it, there's no telling. We no longer have to report it in Texas. And it, people in New York actually go voluntarily. To get COVID tested, uh, lines are everywhere. So that's another thing. Yeah. My job just had a raffle. Like if you like, like if you register your vaccinate your fully vaccinated vaccination card, uh, you win five hundred dollars. Trying to incentivize them anyway. Well, listen, in the words of the great Captain America, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it takes. If it's five hundred dollar raffle, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> my, my job paid a five hundred dollar stipend to everyone that that uploaded a copy of their, their vaccine card. So I mean, my company did no such thing. Mine either, but well, also no such thing. And then I got my booster the day before they announced we'll give you a hundred bucks if you get the booster. I got my other shots right before they were like, if you get your shots, 
if you get your shots, I sound like R. Kelly, <laughs> oh, then shit. you would get your some money. And I was like, why do I keep missing out on the money? I like money. Because you care I mean, about I, I literally just said, care. I don't know about what, what, what blue cheese is because I've never seen a $100 bill. Like, come on. Um, it's a little sad. But yeah, I wish. Like, give me money. I want money because I care. About it. I do care all. about my health. I do care about my health. Don't we all? As a matter of fact, um, that's a great time to mention, uh, speaking of giving away well, maybe money. Uh, make sure you go to opinionswhileblack.com and register your email for the email alerts. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get it popping in February and get, right. and get started giving shit away. Oh. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm going to give some shit away. Do they have to show proof of vaccination? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm not attracting any of that energy. Spoken like a Texan. All right. Um so just register your email. Something might be in it for you. Uh, just letting you know. Shout out to the new listeners. What the fuck are y'all doing here, man? What are y'all doing here? And as a matter of fact, it, if your Uber is still outside, it's not too late. You can run him down. They might be nice to you to take you home. No? Okay, fine. Shout out to the old listeners. Shout out to the day one. Shout out to the last days. Uh, maybe you're sick of this shit. I don't know. Um, anyway, um, I don't have any shout, any personal shouts this week. Uh, we can just give out flowers. Flowers go to God help me, Brittany Renner. Mm. Oh, well. Bam. <laughs> it's like it's like that cam- <laughs> that kombucha gift. Yeah. Like. No. No. I just want to. I just want to point out. The I don't want to single out the lady in particular. But just it was very reflective of the relationship that I've noticed that black women have with with Brittany Renner. <laughs> it's a very love hate thing where it's like, well, a lot of them are like, who is she? Yeah, unfortunately, oh. I know who it is, and yeah. I hate that I know who it is, and I also hate that I know exactly what you're going to talk about and why you're giving her flowers because she don't ever deserve flowers ever in life, right? But, but I felt that way, but. I will have to say yes, but it, also, if she were the bigger person, she wouldn't have even been there to begin with. Well, you know, uh, I, I mean, break down what happened. Yes, let, let the people so, know. So, this is following up from um, the, oh, God, I hate, I even hate their name, the Fresh and Fit podcast gentlemen that have had a really weird. Sounds like a meal prep. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought that was a joke. Yeah. I was like, Fresh and Fit, what is Fresh and Fit? And they had a really they had a really odd um, couple of weeks after it coming out that they don't date quotations like black women. Um, and Asian Doll had to give them the blues. Uh, oh wait, those are the same guys. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize they were the same one. Yeah. Oh, ew. these niggas and these niggas look <laughs> neither. And I, and I should point out again, these these niggas look neither fresh nor fit. They're really the type of people that when someone says, "Oh, I don't like black women," be like, "Cool, like, of course you don't." Yeah, we, you look like you don't. They don't like you. Either. You don't like yourself. They and it, black women don't like you because look at you. I will say they have been whatever problems they have with black women. I can guarantee you they have been having those same problems since grade school. Listen, because they they look like they have about the same hygiene that they do left over from grade school. I just they just do, they just do. Some the five o'clock show is not for everybody. Anyway. Um, so 
they went on DJ Academics podcast. See how all the see how there's just a network oh, of all the fuck niggas. They were on DJ Academics. They were on. Academics. I saw it on Twitter. Because and I academics. academics just posted it. I they're academics. I wasn't homeboy. No attention. I wasn't. They're, they. That's oh, how they've got. We're cool. done. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> now it's all starting to come together. <laughs> it is. Now it's coming together for me. And okay. we have the we. Uh, let me let me see if I can cue this up. I do all this shit off my phone, guys. <laughs> Um, let's see if I can cue this up. Here we go. Get the sound going. No, that's not the right one. That's the sound effects. Okay. See how I'm not drunk yet? Eyes about girls like me, so tell me about girls like me. Just Humor women me. in general. Like, I mean, well, no, a- but no, don't women in general, because you literally specifically said before we got on here. This was all off camera conversation. That you, yeah, you did say that you warn guys about girls like me. So now that we're face to face, what kind of girl am I? You're not special. You're like other girls. That's the key. I'm not special. <laughs> like, so, you're like other women that are So like, what makes you special then? I never said I was. What do you gain from telling girls that they're not special? How does that make you feel? I mean, I know, everything, talking, is, I know we, everything is a joke, but I'm asking you a real question. So how does that make you feel? Because if I say you're a bitch-ass nigga, that does something for me, yeah. right? If I insult you or if I tell you you're not special, you're forgettable. What does that do for me? No, but that doesn't. But that's what I'm saying. No, but I'm. But I'm saying, what if I call you? If I just say that again, you're forgettable. That's why I didn't want to do you guys' podcast. Forgettable. Hate the setup. Uh, The name is underwhelming. I didn't really see the value in it. Right. That's that's how I feel. Right. But so that you warn. So (laughs) first of all, hit her with the air horns (laughs) because that shit is hilarious. I'm gonna tell you why that's hilarious. Um. And and everybody and, and academics has gone out of his way to tell her like, well, you have to listen to the whole interview. And it, first of all, it's the internet. Nobody has to listen to the whole interview. Let's let let's start. Nobody has to listen to the whole interview. And very rarely do people ever do that. Even even when it's in your favor. So don't start moving the goalposts and changing the rules now. You know nobody's going to listen to the whole interview. They're going to listen to the part where Brittany Renner pulled out her um. <laughs> You know her proverbial dick and slapped them with it. She just did. She did. And you have to. I think the thing with me, and I didn't. I didn't formulate my words for this, but I think the thing with me and Brittany Renner and the the fresh and fit thing. I don't care who did it. I don't care who did in this case because. And I said it last time we talked about these people. Somebody has to be seen standing up to these people. Because the problem with these red pill fucking um, disciples of Kevin Samuels, I call them the fuck nigga retrograde, is that nobody's ever standing up to them. It's always a matter of, oh, well, let's just ignore them and they'll go away, which is usually a good plan. But... These niggas are gaining power. These niggas, every time you look up, every time you look up, there's a gaining power. I, well, because it, I don't think that necessarily power in in merit, but power in strength in numbers, like in retweets. Correct. Got you. Got you. Correct. Because all that matters now. Because that's the only currency they have. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And in some circles, they'll argue that that's the only currency in this in 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 entertainment wise that there is, mm-hmm. and. There are people that will probably never listen to academics podcast ever to get any like context. So this. I, I didn't even know matter. he had a podcast. 
Of, yeah. of course he does. Like I didn't really know what he did. I just all I know him is from when was it the Migos the whole thing with the Migos. He was yeah. sitting there looking goofy, yeah. looking stupid. Yeah. yeah. Does like, he still do Everyday Struggle? No, Everyday Struggle ended like okay. last year, I think. And that was a podcast. That's that when Joe Budden was on with him. Okay, right. So that's where I know him. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's right. That's right. Okay, it's that podcast that stopped mattering after Joe Budden left. Yeah, um, and which tells you the quality of that. Right. And I I think my thing there is that, like I say, there's so many now of these like weird, hyper misogynistic, red pill ass podcasts. And I think my problem is it's becoming it's coming to a point where now it's straight black men just shouldn't have podcasts, hmm. and because and I can't I can't argue it down. So that doesn't include Kevin Samuels. That does not include Kevin. Samuels. It's almost like the like I think it's more like straight like cisgender you know black men should only have podcasts that deal with. Technology and sports. Like, let's not talk about any kind of like yeah. pop culture Don't talk or about relationships, relationships or Especially. anything like that because your takes are super whack and also it screams fatherless. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like these are the things that men who didn't have someone punch them in the chest yeah. at least once or twice when they were a youth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I always say fatherless, but I mean like as in father figure because my cousin didn't have a father till he was like eight, but my granddaddy raised him. You yeah. know what I mean? So there's a man there, like my best friend, her nephew, same thing. Like his grandfather practically raised him. You know, so there is some man there right. pulling, like grabbing you by your ear. But there's a lot of these guys are just surrounded by a bunch of just trash human beings, and then they got enough people in their lives, and it's usually their mom and their sister telling them how great they are when they're not. Mm-hmm. That gives them this false sense of confidence, and then they feel like they can have an opinion on something. Oh, I don't like black women. Nobody asked you. Why are you telling us we don't care? Keep that to yourself. I don't like men with bad credit. You know, like there are things that we should, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep it to yourself. I don't like men who don't bench press. I don't like men who, you know, like there's, you know, like let's be clear. But I also think part of part of it is this exact conversation we're having, right? People with the advent of the way the internet's evolved over years, they understand if I do something salacious, people are yes. going to talk about it, yep. right? Yep. So Complex is going to pick it up. Other podcasts are going to pick it up. Um, other publications is going to trend on social media. And people who may have never heard of Fresh and Fit or whatever are going to now know who we are, and maybe they'll look. And, like, when when you're, when they're taking these numbers to someplace, <laughs> to a brand for sponsorship, they don't care why people are listening. Mm-hmm. They're not going to ask, well, why did you listen? They're just going to say, here's you how many people listen. Numbers. That's it. And so they'll do things to just spike the numbers up, whether they believe it or not. See, I think sometimes people, and not sometimes, more often than not, I think everybody wants to be um, Howard Stern in yeah. some way, shape, or form because he was able to do that. But there was only one Howard Stern. Right. Like, And so everybody's trying to be their version of that, and they keep missing the mark, and it's not really entertaining. But also, to be fair, Howard Stern is actually intelligent. He knows what he's doing. I was going to say, doing. Howard Stern yeah. was he knows, super self-aware. Yeah, he's super smart. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He, like, he knows exactly what he's doing. But these people, Academics thinks he's a fucking genius. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. They're not super smart. You're talking about Brittany Renner, and then you have her on the podcast. Brittany Renner is whack. She's super corny. Like, she's who is she relevant to? I mean, she probably has, like, a million followers that she paid for on Instagram. You know, like, here's, she's just not... Here's, here's what's wild is that 
For all the shit that they talk about her, she's exactly the type of person that they try to highlight on the low. One, maybe in her DM, yeah. let's be clear. And, and, the, and the fact that they can't have her. Listen. Or someone like her it. is yep. what makes them talk about Listen. it. Listen. And it's and so I think coming out of this conversation, I think the thing I take from it personally is that Brittany Renner has kind of weaponized what they do against them. Mm-hmm. This is, She's Eminem in 8 Mile right now. Like right. she, yes. she's put all her shit out there. So what are you going to say about? What her? are you going right. to say about her? Exactly. She yes. she told PJ Washington what she was going to do, and, and she did, did it. it, and did not apologize. Mm-hmm. No defense formed against her shall prosper. And now she and now she's <laughs> teaching classes about <laughs> what she did to other athletes. I just butchered the Bible, didn't I? Yeah, close enough. Close, no, close no a, weapon. Yeah, no weapon formed against me. Yeah, yeah. Why you were close she, enough? Like not, and now she's come out. She's come out like the like the confessions of economic hitman guy. You get to go. You get to go around from country to country, ruining the fucking world. I blame Deion Sanders. But here, I just my thing <laughs> is, like, I was telling, I was telling Tim earlier. It's like, what were we talking about? What were we talking about? Who were we talking about when I was talking about reparations? Yeah, like, like literally, it's like I'm not mad. Like when this is what I was talking about. I was talking about when black men date white women and just like give them the effing blues. You know, like Tony Rock said one time, and I don't think he was wrong, which was funny. And I love Tony Rock. You know, Chris Rock's little brother. He's so funny. He made a joke. I've seen him twice when I was in Seattle, and he said he had a joke where he said the only reason black men date white women is because they got bad credit. He was like, the second their credit gets better, they're going to get with a black woman. He starts putting in a crowd like this <laughs> and started laughing. But then remember, didn't, didn't that what Terrell Owens did? He that's started messing exactly with that white woman hey, and then yeah, he got, him, that's exactly got his credit better. Hey. So I was telling Tim, I was like, that sounds like reparations to me. Please. You know, so it's like if, if Brittany Ritter was doing this to white athletes and I'd be like, girl, do it. Reparations. Yeah. But like, you're not like, let's not like. She got an 18 year payment plan out of PJ. <laughs> yeah. Sure and I mean, and now, but the thing that bums me out is now you're going to raise a kid that's going to have a podcast talking about he don't like black women. 100%. Ooh. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, 100%. so now this is like cyclical. You think that she's really in therapy and talking about I'm going to break this cycle of whatever happened in no, my family? No, no. Nah, she's, she's, she's not was, doing she that. She was in the gym the next day on Instagram. She's yeah, she's going to ruin that little boy's life. She's been given no incentive. She's going to be doing that. Time. My son is my king, but she, we don't ever yep. see him. <laughs> my son is my king, but where is he at? She has taken like Drea. She has taken the oh god. She has taken the Corinne Stephens like playbook and like streamlined it, and and she's just gonna pass it off to the next Corinne Stephens come up artist. Social media, yeah. She's just gonna pass it to the next come up artist because Corinne Stephens. Corinne Stephens was what two thousand and seven eight. Yeah, and that was played the playbook to a fault. Yeah, we didn't have Instagram then. When did Twitter come out? I was 07. on Twitter in 2009. Right. So, 07. like, yeah. 07. Just this like, is this before is social media. This is like the MySpace yeah. days. People were actually still buying books, which is why she had that book, right? And and, yeah. and, and, and before, I, before I wrap up on this, I have to say, Corinne Stephens played the playbook to a, like, to a fault on her part because it started coming back on her when, in the end, every time we saw you, after going off on social media and telling everybody you need to get like me, Every time we saw you after that was coming out of a failed relationship that we didn't know you were in because they were keeping you to themselves. The funniest shit I have ever seen in my life on the internet is her throwing all of Columbus short shit out of, out of her apartment while he is in the lobby completely unbothered on his phone, sitting down in the hallway completely unbothered on his phone while she is just raving, throwing all his shit out of her 
out of her apartment. That's it, it, that is that's where Corinne Stephens is now. That's that's what I that's what people think of when they think of her. And she has two relationships. Okay, so to be fair, to when that. I think of Corinne Stephens, I think of Bill Maher now. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I I don't know why I always yeah. think of oh. Bill Maher now. Oh. I always think of Bill Maher. Thank you, Jess. I've never known what it was like to feel my flesh crawl. <laughs> Uh, so Flowers of Brittany Renner, uh, <laughs> not the hero we needed, but sadly in 2022, the hero we deserve. Please do not tag her in this. Hit her with, <laughs> 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 Hit her with the air horns, please. She'll be in here in two weeks. Explain what you mean by that. Oz. <laughs> yeah. I wish she would. No, I don't. I no, don't. don't. I don't. No. I don't. Uh, humans ain't shit. This ain't gonna be a long one. Um, I got into a, I got to a weird debate with somebody about this. Again. Fam, folks don't have manners anymore. And I like Because they're raised by Brittany Renner. <laughs> I see. Jesus. Oh, this is already the best episode. So <laughs> um my th- so I it was and it was over something stupid because I, we were we were talking and she said something like Who is she? Almost not important. Okay, and but it was a few. It was a few. This was on like Facebook, I think. Okay, and I was the only person who noticed this that someone complimented her, and and it seemed like it was coming from a genuine place to me. You know, that's a nice that that's a nice outfit, and she told everybody that she replied, "I know," and no one thought this was weird. And I had the nerve to open my mouth and go, no, thank you. We don't do that no more. She was like, why? What's wrong with that? Thank you. Somebody, a stranger, like, went out of their way. And it wasn't, and sounds like they didn't holler at you. Sounds like they complimented you and went on about their business. Took time out of their day to maybe make you feel good as a human being. And you just, yeah, I know. I would never, I would go out of my way to never talk to you again. I'd put your picture up and I'd put your picture up in my store. Don't say anything positive to this person. Don't take checks from him either. <laughs> Comment. Yeah. No manners, fam. It like, never happened. And it feels like, if to me, it feels like we're headed to a point where people cannot be asked to have manners anymore. And manners is you infringing on someone's. Oh, you're demanding emotional labor of me. You're infringing on my on my personal space. People, Dude. people don't have in person conversations anymore, so they they don't know what a two way exchange is like. People are used yeah. to looking at comments on the page and leaving the comments right there on the page. They're not used. That's to a good point. The cordiality of please and thank you. You're welcome. Things like that. But also, I think she's just trying to be cool. Yeah. Period. Also, that. she's trying to be yeah. cool. Like I know, like you're you're yeah. super corny. It's hard to read a tone in a text. Right. It's hard to read a tone. Yeah. So like, like sometimes if like the girls and I is like I know, and then we like all laugh about it. We know we're not. She's not being rude. But like, if you're typing it, she's saying I know. She might be being rude. She might be being cute. It could. But be, she yeah. probably thought she was being cute, and it just came across yeah, as rude okay. and and enough. corny. And also, Fair like, enough. yeah, I wouldn't want to compliment her ever again. I'd be like, girl, please. I was trying to be nice. You don't look that cute. 
Air horns. Got to. <laughs> I'm just side JS. I'm just saying. Um, a lot of times you want to give somebody a compliment just because you want to upbuild them. Yeah. Not necessarily because I don't really like you're looking for. So at my. So I do hair. And when I was first at the last lawn that I was at in Seattle, one of my, um, like the head of our design department who you know, mm-hmm. teaches us how to cut hair and style, whatever, she said that her thing was you're supposed to be looking for the good in every single, like the way, like superficially, the way they look or whatever, right? Because yeah. that's, you know, as, as a hairdresser, you're looking for the best. So what's the best quality? How, what do they put together? So you're supposed to look at everybody and be like, you know what, I like the way you put this together. I like the way you put that together. Almost like say the say something nice challenge. What's mm-hmm. the nice thing you can say about this person? So yeah. like, yeah, if maybe you're trying to be nice and be like, you know, you look really nice today. Because maybe you could see the effort, but not necessarily like the result didn't come right. through. Right. So then, yeah, like if you're being a snot about it, then you better believe I'm not going to say nothing ever again. But okay, you know what, I'm good. Never mind. Right. Yeah. Nice. And also I think to Damien's point, one thing I've noticed throughout the pandemic is people have less outside interactions mm-hmm. and they've lost a lot of that that natural energy that comes when you're out with people being cordial. Yeah. Right, right. That That's natural true. sort of like call and response you get from people like, thank you. It's, it, should, it should be like a reflex and people right. kind of lost that muscle. And people don't have the self-awareness online to even look at the comments and say, oh, I can see how somebody yeah. looked at that the wrong way. They just leave it out there. Right. right. Or, they, they, or they think it's cute and funny. Yeah. You guys know who Jamae is from Summer Heights High? Mm-hmm. You guys never watched Summer Heights High on HBO? I've yes, I did. I've never heard. Yes, of remember? Yeah. yeah, she had her own show, Jamae, Private yeah. School Girl, or whatever. She yeah. has a podcast, and basically, okay. like, so it's Chris Lilly, a man, mm. pretends to be a prep school girl. It's, oh, hilarious. Shit, it's hilarious. It's but she has a podcast now, and basically, that's what it sounds like. Jamae is literally the worst human being, and she's like, "I'm pretty, I'm white, I'm rich." Like that's yeah. how she starts the podcast. The whole thing is a joke, right? It's a satire. It's a man pretending to right. be a snobby girl but like it's funny like that yeah in real life it sucks yeah you yeah. suck you're trash you're actually not cute because the joke is too jamae's actually not cute yeah it's just a man a white man in a wig yeah. <laughs> so, it's, that, it's that miranda sings vibe okay i get it yeah, yeah but right. like in real life like nah no go away yeah i yeah that, like i said i just wanted to like you can hit her with the shot I just we can. I, I, I just want to re reinforce. Y'all are gonna be outside apparently, so there, there's no stopping that. If you're gonna be outside, let's try to get back to, you know, making outside a little a little pleasurable for each other. Like practice while you're in line at Turkey Leg Hut. You got plenty of time to work on. <laughs> God damn it. Um, it's song of the week. I'm just going to do song of the week. Um, get back to some some shit maybe y'all haven't heard. Uh, somebody somebody told me my my picks were getting were getting too obvious. Yeah, I picked hours and hours, guys. It was a good song. God damn. Uh, let's see. I'm going to play. Okay. I'm going to play Otis Kane. Good. Silence. No one knows who that is. Good. Um, I'm going to play Otis Kane. If it'll come up on my... All this happens from my phone, guys. Uh, This is Lost by Otis Kane. Uh, So get comfortable. Uh, Pour yourself something. Y'all want anything to drink? Y'all good? Y'all good? Oh, y'all kombuching it up. Cool. Um, We're going to have a good podcast. We'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go.
That was lost by Otis Kane. Uh, some nice smooth shit. I I call uh, Otis Kane sounds. We I did not know what this man looked like at all before I, when I played this song. Randall looked him up because I was making jokes about he sounds like Anthony Hamilton, like first generation, back when the beard was patchy. <laughs> <laughs> and what Randall pulled up was a Blasian dude who literally looks like the black Asian version. Of Nathan from Insecure, right down to the non-connecting beard. <laughs> Otis Kane sounds like an old nigga from a western. Uh, yeah. you know? Who's yeah. like, who's like, oh, look out for old Otis Kane. <laughs> he sounds like a non-playable character from the Five Heart. Like Eddie Kane's estranged yeah. cousin or something. Otis, I, I'll sing with the group. He was the original member of the Five Heart. He was the Six Heartbeat. Otis Kane sounds like he comes from that time in music back in the like. 40s and 50s where somebody was trading on your shit you just walked up you just walked up to him and shot him yeah. <laughs> and that kind of shit yeah. um 
good song. Look for it on the Opinions While Black uh, featured music playlist available on Spotify and Apple. Um, oh, man, we got RIPs, bro. Really? We got RIPs. We got about two weeks worth of Yeah, man. Uh, in particular, Andre Leon Talley. Yeah. Uh, fashion. Well, I don't think he would even call it fashion. He would say style, beauty icon. Um, I believe he said something to the effect of fashion is a fleeting thing. Beauty, style, that is forever. Um, that's not the direct quote, but that was kind of his vibe. Um, died at like, what, 70-something? 73? 73. Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. Um, and most, I'm not going to stay on this. This is a little sad. I don't do well with... Uh, Suicide, but Regina King's son uh, took his life. Uh, I think this happened in the past two days or something. Yeah, Alexander Jr. Yeah, that's young too, like twenty six. Super yeah, young a kid. Brought him, brought him with her all the time, everywhere she went. Um, I'll just take that moment to be sappy and be genuine and let y'all know, fam, don't suffer in silence. Honestly, the serious business. Don't suffer in silence, man. Um, It's easy to look out into the world right now and feel like nobody gives a shit and everybody's got their own thing going on. But you're not serving anyone, including yourself, by suffering in silence. We want you here. Whoever you are, we want you here. We want you existing out here in the world. Um, Talk to somebody. Talk to somebody if therapy is not an option, or you, you know, or you like me and you just too old school and macho for therapy or whatever, whatever the fuck. Talk to somebody, man. Yeah. Let that shit out, honestly. Serious business, jokes aside. If nobody else, if nobody else wants to talk to you, I'll talk to you. Um, I love you. I love you. We love you. We want you here. Talk to somebody, let it out, get help. Seriously. Um, and now moving back into the bullshit. Um, pivoting into what is probably the strangest edition of Drake Watch ever. Baby. Um, can someone explain this hot sauce? What do you mean? Can <laughs> someone explain this? That, that, that ain't a real story. Come on now. It. So that's not a real story? There's no way you put hot sauce in a condom and no one didn't automatically notice well, wait, it. No wait. I just don't believe that he's not just flushing the condoms yeah. on the toilet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I have a hard time believing he's like, oh, let me just tie it up, put it yeah. in the yeah, trash. The trash. Yeah, knowing yeah. the kind of women that he messes well, with. That's a little too much. It's kind of like the thing with uh, the model who said that Leonardo DiCaprio forced her to watch Mandalorian or Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. And, <laughs> yeah. Had a lightsaber in the Yeah, something like that. And then like that was a whole like, oh, nope, that didn't happen. You know, it's, I feel like it's one it's of like those It's like the Richard Gere story. It's like the, yeah, the Richard Gere yeah. and the journal. Yeah, it never yeah, happened. There's a lot of I was disappointed in learning that that didn't happen. Yeah, like those things never happened. So for context, for those of you listening apparently i don't know if the, I, I don't know if this was according to an insider or according to the the model in question but apparently drake according to this person we don't we we don't know or think this is true maybe is that apparently drake put hot sauce in his condom after he fucked her in order to in order to prevent uh the trap uh, the turkey yeah. based trap yeah so there's a lot of there's a if that if that's true and I don't know or think it is 
There's a lot at play there. Um, the hot sauce in his bathroom. Right. Yeah, somebody said that he had like available. a hot sauce packet, like a packet of hot sauce, like randomly, and he just like put it in there. That's what they no, said. Which ain't I, I, I mean, I don't fast food hot that. sauce. Ain't none of this fast food hot sauce. Who, who really? But who really has like just hot sauce packets right. everywhere? What kind of hot sauce? Is Unless important? you're like a hoarder. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was it Louisiana hot? Yeah, was Louisiana like that. Pete, what was Chipo- Ch- Ch- uh, Cholula. Cholula. Oh. Was it Taco Bell fire sauce? And mild is my fave. Yeah, mild mild does go hard. I love mild. Like on breakfast tacos, this should go hard. Mild goes good on everything. Um, I put on a salad. Mild is amazing. Wow, I love mild. Mild. What is is that like a diaper genie for condoms that he could have (laughs) used? Yeah, man. It's like okay. First of all, gross. Second, so a diaper genie not a bad idea. (laughs) But also, you know what diaper genie is. Imagine yeah. it with condoms. So you got a thing full of used condoms in your bathroom. Yeah, man. Yeah, you getting it in. And, well, yeah. and, then, and it's better than just leaving them around. And yeah, yeah, you're not technically supposed to flush them. It's actually bad right. for the sewage. But yeah. like, but still, like. And the other part of this is that if it's true, Drake is Drake is spending way too much. T- See, Drake is entirely too weak for the strippers and the 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 D list. The D-list chicks you pick up in and around the strip club. You there have to be more defense when you're Drake. When you're at that level where you where you suspect that the turkey baster will even come into question, there have to be more defenses in your repertoire than that. Like you can have contracts just randomly, blankly drafted. Hear me out. Hear me out. So we were talking about how to get rich a little while ago, right? Portable player don't get caught kids. So something like a portable diaper genie for condoms. Trademark, trademark. Nope. Keep it. It's yours. Copyright, copyright, trademark. It's Damien's idea. No one steal it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You if, heard there, it. if there were a, a device or a process by which you could dispose of the evidence discreetly and, you know, yourself, get paid. Get paid. Get fuck it. You know, I, I know this is enabling slide culture, which I am not, you know, <laughs> yeah. a fan of. But I am a fan of making money off of people. But it also prevents the Britney Renners. Correct. So I don't think it's a bad Ooh. idea. I think it's a good investment. It's a better investment oh. than NFTs and Bitcoin. Let's yeah. be clear. It's a Brit. It's a we finally found a secret weapon against yeah, Britney Renner. Those types coming soon to opinions while black threatless. Yep. <laughs> yep. There it is. Yep. Hope you heard it here. Hit them with the air horns. Yep. Be gone. Um. Toby yeah, gone. I did. Oh, be gone. Yeah, that's just that's just too much to me. I will split the profits with you. I will say we can yeah. we can bring them in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You're saying we eat too much. Hold up, man. <laughs> <laughs> what you bringing to the table? <laughs> you bringing the branding? I understand. I'm bringing right the I branding, understand. the platform. The yeah. All right, Tim. What? Uh, I mean, it? I have money to invest in it, so I'll you let, guys let me know. Tim, can yeah, I'm, I'm down to invest. Oh, you yeah, investor? Okay, boom. Let's that's go. what I'm talking about. Let's do it. Um. See, see, that's how. See, that's how business is formed among friends, guys. Support black business. LLC, Twitter, take that. Um, yeah. I, also, all I kept thinking too was, don't they make condoms with spermicide still? Is that still like a thing? Yeah, they do. Yeah, why wouldn't you just use that? Well, because he's Unless Drake. He's allergic. Because he's Drake. He's got sensitive skin. Yeah. Also, yeah. you know, Drake's sensitive. I don't know. Also, oh, that would be too great. I would say most dudes don't use condoms anyway. I mean, oh. these are facts, though. So, these are oh. 100% facts. 100%. Oh. So, we got to rethink this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, 
that's okay. We're gonna we're 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 gonna have a team meeting later. Um, let's see what Maybe else. A we, diaphragm. That, oh, sorry. <laughs> you brainstorming over here. So that would be on the woman's. You know, like yeah. this, is, this is more protection for the man for the from man. the right. cruelty are shady women. Right. Which I am so against that idea because. The only immaculate conception was Mary and Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So like, but there, it takes two. I mean, but there are a lot of there are a lot of, but there are a lot of men that always talk about these these things being out there and need to be deterred against, and it'll probably never happen to them. It's just like the, it's just like the dudes that swear that women are gold diggers and they ain't got no gold to dig. They're gonna buy this shit because they think this much of themselves. Yeah, that's fa- that's true. Yes. Like the girl who said, "I know." Yeah. yeah, correct. Like that, yeah. Right. So, yeah, we, we might be on to something. We'll have a team meeting later. Um, we'll discuss percentages. Um, <laughs> the Super Bowl, so I, basically this is one of those times where I, where, where I talk about something just to say I don't care. Um, the Super Bowl halftime trailer came up on my, on my feed at some point yesterday. Mm-hmm. I Man, I don't care. So, I didn't see it. Did you see it? Too? I did. I okay. seen it. Eminem. Well, Okay. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar. Mary J. Mary J. Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige as well. I mean, I'm watching Mary. it. I'm watching it. And the, the, I'm watching the, it because I love Mary J. Blige. Of, is, of, of all those people, I only want to hear Kendrick Lamar. But also the, the actual commercial spot was directed by F. Gary Gray, which was dope. Oh. Oh, I didn't know oh, that, Tim. I didn't Tim know that. Fact, send me knowing. Okay. Shout out to the director of The Negotiator. Negotiator, Italian job, job, set it off, set it off. One of the Fast and Furious movies, yeah. I think. Music videos. I was gonna say a yeah. bunch of music <laughs> videos. <laughs> um, Love F. Gary Gray, West Coast just, legend. Just on a random, just on a random side note. Friday, Negotiator was hard. Like Negotiator never got enough credit to me. Like that was Samuel L. Jackson peak Samuel L. Jacksoning. He was showing his ass in that movie. Yeah, Negotiator is a solid movie. Yeah, it was never pretty good. It. You ever seen it? Oh, it's good. Um, that's a good one liners. It's also going to make you sad because it was a time when we didn't know Kevin Spacey was a piece of oh, shit. I forgot he's in that. Yeah, I mean, I, he was good. He was Kevin, really good in like, that movie. If anyway. we are going to like you know remove the person from the art, like he's an amazing actor. Yeah, yeah. very know, talented. It just sucks. It's like just a piece it, of like shit. My relationship with um, Louis C.K. I'm just like God. I love yeah. Louis. Like, why did you have to be such a loser? You it know? feels early for white people must be stopped. But what the fu- has anyone seen Kevin Spacey lately? Oh, yeah, wow. no, I did. He, like, anywhere? Yeah, I can't even remember. He, his name popped up in something. Yeah, I, and he just looked the same. It's fine. So on the back end, I get a bunch of emails about a bunch of like films and stuff, you know, studios yeah, and yeah. stuff. And so his name popped up in something. Okay. I don't know if it's enough to to it's, warrant like a comeback. Yeah, it's not House of Cards. Yeah, but kinda, uh, yeah, he'll still work. Yeah, so definitely. My thing about the Super Bowl halftime thing, I'm pro- man, I'm probably I'll probably only tune in for Kendrick Lamar. You gotta watch the whole thing. Yeah, I don't, they're gonna know. do the hits. Yeah, you, you know who's hit, you, you know you know whose hits, hits have not aged well on me. Snoop Dogg. Oh, I will flip this table. Are you serious right yeah. now? Dre. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Uh, I'm you not saying you're back. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. You know we're from the west. They're from the west coast. Sir. We're from the west coast. Uh, you you okay, are not. You and, and, and I personally believe. I personally believe. Ain't nothing but a G thing is still great. Dr. Dre is the most important person in hip hop history. My friend. Oz, I don't want to use your whole government name, but That's I almost fine. did. If you're ever in LA at a party and they start going through that old death row catalog, man, there is nothing like it. 
there is nothing that's like fair. seeing a party go up when you start hearing nothing but a G thing and that's fair. Two Americans Most Wanted okay. and stuff from okay. the chronic. It, it still goes. Yeah. So my boss, he's older, right? He he likes Snoop for some reason, and we start talking about Snoop's old catalog. His old no, catalog is hard. So I was going through, and I was like. Going through his catalog, like yo, this stuff is still sonically, it's still good. Yeah, like some Fair of that enough. music like we were talking about MC8 the other day. Mm-hmm. Like some of that, those records still work. And some of that music from the West Coast in the nineties, it, it's aged terribly. It's aged like open avocado. It's not good. Um, but that that Snoop stuff, you go back and just listen. It so, still is. So since y'all, so since y'all are West Coast, I have a question. Um, yes, the weed is good in the West Coast. And, well, no. and yes, I like E40. So love E40. <laughs> hey, one of the first rappers there. Yeah, the E40 right. slander is never. I never understood it. Relations. Yeah, so. <laughs> my brother was having surgery in Stanford. Ooh, wait. And he came. My cousins gave him two. This was back cassette tapes. Sure. He had the Clicks first album. Wow. And he had E40's first album. And I remember hearing Mr. Flamboyant for the first time and being like, "Yo." Been a fan since. He Tim is also from Oakland. So. Okay. Born fair. in Oakland. Well, that's so, fair. Yeah. So you know he he got because there's some Houston shit I love that I know people outside Houston probably do not get or give. A I fuck. mean I don't really like that chopped and screwed music. And I was gonna say they they don't. <laughs> I, mean, I just don't. So like, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I, I mean I don't hate it when it was fun, like when it was really popular. I enjoyed Randall's it. Randall's trying to hold himself back right now. Like y'all are only the people still playing it. I haven't I haven't heard it since 2000 and Drake has been retooling seven? it yeah. for years. Well, no, yeah. Drake, yeah. Drake no, Drake is in indentured servitude. Yeah, that whole if city, you're, so. that whole we're not, if you're we're reading not talking this, about that ASAP Rocky. Yeah, huh? we're changing the subject. Oh, we're not talking about yeah. the honorable, not <laughs> the honorable. honorable. One. So, yeah, no, my que- so my question is um as far as Snoop's catalog has do y'all do y'all recognize rhythm and gangster? All of it. Like 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 like. What do you have a fresh pair of panties on? Go up at the party. Snoop did a fantastic job of reinventing himself. Right, you know he's, he's on trial for murder. He beats the murder rap and decided I'm just going to make fun music mm-hmm. from now on. Okay, fair enough. What's wild about so Snoop he makes is fun that music. Snoop has not gotten worse over the years. No, now, I mean what he well, does. The may Snoop not, Lion uh, thing was strange. That was strange. That was very strange because that was when he tried to reinvent himself. It didn't work, but everything else still works. Like that's why he's on. He's on Peacock hosting the Olympic stuff with Kevin Hart, and like has a show with Martha yeah. Stewart. See, and literally is selling weed with Martha Stewart. Yeah. Like, See, it's you know. that stuff that annoys the piss out of me. It's that that I can't get over, that I can't get past. To appreciate him musically, but that's still the but same. All of that shit annoys fair, the fuck like, out of me. But that's yep. still the same man who 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 did deep cover, yeah. and you hear them yeah. bars, you like that bars. Yeah. The only person, person I don't care about for that halftime show is Eminem. Yeah, one hundred percent. But like, I love it when Mero on Jesus and Mero is like Scooby Dee. Everyone knows that one. Three cracks. Me but, up. but Eminem sticks to like. The high hits, yeah, it's yeah, fine. I mean, it's fine for a halftime. They'll show. be okay. Like the show is gonna be is gonna be curated for a larger for a global audience. That's fair. And Snoop just, has yeah. a global audience. Uh, the biggest global audience of anyone on that stage. Snoop Dogg. I just I just feel like they ha- I just feel like the NFL hasn't earned the right to get blacker in this. Be- like I don't feel like they've done anything to earn the right to get blacker like that. It's L.A. I understand why they're doing it. Okay, fair. Enough. I did not know that. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Because when they were in Atlanta, everyone was like, why don't you bring in the Atlanta artists to right. do this? Right. 
Okay, that's fair. And so I'm like the NFL was like noted if we're in a city. Was my was it Miami when it was J Lo and Shakira? Mm. Where were they at? It might have been Miami. That it was, was Miami. Probably I Miami. Think yeah, whatever. Uh, was so Miami. it makes sense if you're in a city that you bring yeah, in artists yeah. from the city. Okay. Right. That's that. Okay. Now I now it's coming into play a little more because yeah. my whole my whole deep dive was that I feel like, and I'm mostly talking about the Jay Z thing is that I don't think they've earned the right to pander to us in that regard just like yet. I'm being real with you. Pan- pandering to me. Yeah. Me too. I, yeah. I either like it or don't. I'm glad they okay. don't have like some country western shit at halftime. Yeah. 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 All right. I'll take that. If they if they were like Alan Lightfoot at halftime. Yeah. Like, Casey Musgraves. Yeah, I'm good. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully Kendrick does some new music. Yeah, yeah I just I, I'm I, I think this is gonna be the rollout. Yeah. Uh, ultimately I think all of this is gonna end up being the Trojan horse for Kendrick to roll out some new shit. Yeah. Let's go. Because he, he's been talking that shit for a minute. Maybe they'll announce a tour. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. like Beyonce did. Like, announce a tour so I can see Mary again. Yeah, and well, what better stage to announce a tour than the Super Bowl? I would the go. The most right. watched show <laughs> in the world, pretty I would much, go. you know. I would, um, actually, Kendrick, I would actually go outside for that, yeah. I like him. Yeah. For, probably, I mean, probably Dre, see Mary. Dre, Snoop, Mary, and Kendrick Mary. alone. Did you go when they did, um, when they were on tour? Some Up and Smoke? Up and Smoke? Nah, I wasn't. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, man. But that so, kind yeah. of stuff is crazy. I, I, I heard so many stories around the time. I don't know if off topic, but um, what else? What else I want to touch on? Okay, so a lot of people on Twitter were giving backlash to Aquafina. I I really want to learn that girl's real name. It's uh, it's Aquafina to me. I like I, I that just doesn't feel right. To, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, other people. I didn't really know who this girl was until Shang Chi. Anyway, right. She was in the farewell. She, she was in pretty stuff. Yeah, some yeah. shit I wouldn't have seen. Like I just watched Raya and the Last Dragon She's good, the yeah. other day. I really enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed her in Shang Chi. I, you know, I, I, the stuff that I'm seeing her in now, I enjoy. Um, she was getting some shit on Twitter because she was nominated for an NAACP Image Award. What for Raya and the Last Dragon? For Raya and the Last Dragon and. Well, I, the colored first people, she's colored. That's what people forget. Like, yeah, NAACP okay. is not just about well, black people. But well, it's the National Association for the Advancement of Colored, colored people. people. Correct. Yes, she's colored. She I guess is. back in the and, day, colored meant black. But, but I've like, never heard. And, and her accent, color. her people. accent is definitely. Uh, so, so, I, think, <laughs> I, so I think that what Damien hit on a point I was going to make. I think uh, the the more I think what's driving sort of this pushback is he. When she first was on the scene, she was doing this black scent all the time, mm-hmm. which people do in comedy all the time. But then she she does interviews for the farewell, and she's very properly spoken. You're like, oh, so that's not your voice. You've been doing this thing. You're playing a character the entire time, and you're you're doing this impersonation of black culture, and people could find that offensive. And mm-hmm. I, if they do, that's I understand that. Right. But it, as Damien says, nobody says the N word more than Asians. Very true. So my thing, In Seattle, they be all the time. Well, and, and, well, the part, it, yeah. and the part that I was gonna get to is that yes, you could yes, the 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 colored thing could encompass a large could cast a wider net than probably what I have in my head. But at the same time, I feel like I've never heard an Asian person, a person of Latin descent, or any other be specifically referred to as 
colored. Yellow oh. is the color I, of sunrise. Colors all as long as I've as long maybe maybe it's just because I've grown up in the South. Colored has I've always felt like colored was talking very specifically mm-hmm. to me and people that look like me. But the the end of I mean I think that's fair. It, that is fair because like, we're not from Texas. Yeah, you know, like we're from Seattle. Colored to me has always been a person of color. But you, sometimes, yes, when you say colored, it usually means it's a, a black person, yeah. yes. right? And I always felt like that was what was in mind when the NAACP was was it, it, in its inception. Which I again, I don't know the full history, and I know that there, I I, I think it's been said that there were white people involved in its inception, maybe. But my thing is, in 2022, that feels like something that, like the Image Awards, I've never seen, I've never seen non-black people celebrate like that, the Image Awards, that I can think of. I have. They've been, they've been nominated. Like yeah. Who? Over the years, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like, I'm trying to think because I used to watch it every year. I love the Image Awards. Yeah. Well, I don't think won. Who? What? Eminem and uh, what's his name? Justin Timberlake. And when what's the one who uh, was married to Paula Patton? Robin, Robin Thicke. Thicke. Yeah, like Robin Thicke and like who else? You are you looking? Yeah, so I'm at the NAA, I'm at the NAACP's website and they are specifically referencing Black Americans. Oh, okay. In their in their mission statements. So. Yeah. And so Oz, I feel Oz is right. And so I feel like there's a there's this attempt to cast a wider net or something. Right. Yeah. To pull more I Is Aquafina even gonna be show up? She's not. What you know what I mean? And that, that's what I always think of. I'm like I mean, why don't you like start nominating people who actually but, will show up? But but, here's, but, but well, even then, there there are black people who get to a certain level of money who you know ain't coming to the image awards. Right. I think myself personally, Jay-Z. I would still go. Yeah. But okay, so what what does she actually win for? She's nominated. What's she nominated for? What is she nominated? I think it was for Ryan the Last Dragon. No, but what's the what's the category? Was the first was best animated person? Yeah, something Cause, like that. Because in the net, if you're looking for black Americans, not a big net to choose from. If you're doing best animated, right? Like, because what's, who what's who, who was in Soul? Yeah, that was it, last it, year. It would be, it, oh, Fox. that was last year. Yeah, yeah that, was that was last year. year. So character year. voiceover performance. Fair enough. You're right. That was 2020. Yeah. Like you don't may not have that many options. Maybe you should cut that segment. Then you know what I mean. That, yeah, that's my thing. If you can't think of three, at least three people to be in this to be in this category, let's just not have that category this year, right? Even if we are trying to get through to the kids or whatever, and, then we can yes. do something else. And and because we're in this panorama, like you have an excuse, you, right. it, correct? And and so there's. I don't want you guys like I don't want them to cast a wider net. I don't want a wider net. I want the I I want the net to be us people that look like us across the diaspora. Us wherever wherever the boat dropped you off, you're in. After that, I I, I want y'all to start putting up the velvet rope. And right, because next they're gonna have and nominated for best Afrobeats. Justin Bieber, right? <laughs> I don't want, like, I don't want to like, see Halsey making making a big deal because she can't get in. But I remember Justin well, Bieber. Well, to be fair, Halsey's black. Yeah, Halsey Just, is black. 
She's only a quarter, but she's black. Um, okay. But I remember Justin Halsey is her, her Justin, dad is black. Yeah. Bieber being upset because he made an R and B album and they didn't put him in R and B category. But it's, it's like, part, but it's like full, but not, but it's not that you're not you're not being nominated for R and B. You are a pop star. This, this is pop, pop music. Right. This is not R and B. Correct. Right. You don't sound like Lucky Day. <laughs> you don't sound like Otis. What's his name? You just like, You don't sound like that. You are a pop star. Your music a, is pop. There's no soul in your voice. So I don't cut give the a crap, Biebs. Correct. I don't give a fuck if Chance the Rap. How many times you put Chance the Rapper on your shit? No, absolutely not. It's not like that. When he did that, I was like, "Oh, you got the this the audacity." What do white people have? Audacity. The audacity. There that it is. is. They um, locked and loaded with it. Um, but I just in twenty twenty two, when we're out here, when we're profitable, when we are making, when when there are people making ways and making pathways for other black people. I feel like the NAACP should be more at the forefront of that. You need to be linking up with these people that are opening doors. I need to see you linking up with Issa. I need to see you linking up with fucking um, the the writers' room for Black Lady Sketch Show. I need to see you. I, I need to see you there. I don't need to see you pandering to people who fuck with Aquafina. I don't. I don't. I just I, and it. it if and if you're trying to cast a wider net, just say that. Just say that, and guess what? Show us the effort, and we will be behind you. If you if you if you look like you're making genuine effort, if you look like you're making genuine effort, and you want to be out there, and you and you and you want a bigger platform, and you want to make yourself a bigger platform, we will be there for you. I think we've seen from someone like Issa, who in who in ten years time. Has gone from a YouTube show she was basically making out of her house, out of her neighborhood with her own money to now. Yeah. That we will be behind you if if the if it's real. And you don't have to pander this way. You don't have to. Well, we'll this feels very Terry Crews. It we'll, does. We'll see but what happens. The, the truth is people can't name who won awards last year. Yeah. It's not something that people necessarily are checking for, so you can do this kind of stuff. Because who's really checking? Yeah, for? that's true too. This ain't the Oscars or the Grammys where people are going to be checking, checking for reals. People just are like, I yeah. don't know who won last year. Like Randall just had to look up. Yeah, the NAACP. I didn't know that they had categories for stuff like that. So yeah. I was like, all right. So fair enough on both. I just i i want the i want the the old guard to start doing better. I do. The old because the old guard will be the first ones to whine about how we're not supporting them. I want them to do better. I want them to be more worthy of our support. That is not worthy of our support. And we because we because we could make the NAACP a thing, and we could make the NAACP our thing again, and we could make it something that's big and involved in everything. People have mentioned that they're just like you're so worried about what white people think about you, but you don't show up to the Black People Award. Like you know, yeah. like you should be supporting. You should be happy that. Your audience of black people love your work, so you should be showing up to yeah, these we, award shows. We were talking shows. before about like you know, Damien. First of all, flowers for Damien for first of all inviting us, hosting us, giving me a, a very educational tour of the city of Houston. Mm. <laughs> and one of it, he talked about a, a club, and I was reminding him of a, a conversation my dad had. My the dad, Eldorado Ballroom, Eldorado Ballroom. Oh, but you know, during that time when my dad was, he was in this singing group called the the Raggedy Roaches. 
Your dad literally. My dad lives like a wild. He's like he, Forrest Gump. He's he, a weird he guy. Is. He is. I want. I want a podcast just about stories about your about dad. About your dad, literally, so, literally. Because we're not gonna glaze over raggedy roaches. <laughs> we're not. That, that we're not. Wait, that's the name of this episode. That was, that was <laughs> raggedy roaches. roaches. God damn it. There were some Florida boys, but anyway, so they're they're, tra- they're traveling to Chitlin Circus and performing for places. And the point that my dad made was, um, our son Damien, you know, towards the end of his life, his his memory was bad, and so we ended okay. up having conversations. If I want to talk to him about the football game yesterday, he wouldn't know. But anything that happened in the sixties, it was like firing. And yeah. we were talking about after Little Richard passed. I called him and said, "Hey, didn't you own for Little Richard?" And he told me this whole story about going to this club and Little Richard was there. And at the time, because you know, because of racism. Like, when you went there, you saw all these black acts. They were all there on the same night, or all in the club together. Mm-hmm. And I think because, you know, you know, where we are now, we don't necessarily have, like, sure. this communal place. Like, yo, if I'm going, I'm seeing all these people who are here to support me because there's no support outside of our community. Right. Um, and since now we have support for whatever reasons, right? And I, and I was playing to my nephew, there was a time when, like, when hip-hop wasn't, because for him, he hears rap music in, Video games, commercials, and everything. Mm-hmm. And there was a time where it wasn't, they didn't play it, you couldn't hear it mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, this. You sound like a boomer, Tim. I am a boomer. <laughs> I don't remember life without hip hop. Uh, but I still have to say, you know, I think to Jessica's point, like people sort of coming together, yeah. um, we're going to need something. But I think people have to be a lot more intentional now. I think we did it before just out of a means of necessity to survive, whether it be the Negro Leagues. The most thing my dad always talked about was like, man, the, the Negro Leagues really killed, were killed when Jackie Robinson integrated. Mm-hmm. He said it killed whole businesses and whole towns. Remember, that's where wow. um, my mom said that that's where they would watch, where Lowe's is in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Here, that's where they would, that actually was a baseball field and they'd watch Negro League. Yep. Wow. So they called the Seattle Steel, what was it called? I can't remember. But if you go inside there, so the Lowe's on Rainier in Seattle mm-hmm. is also, a, a Amazon's attached to it as well. Yeah. And but then you would have pictures of the Negro League. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a historical plaque thing on yeah. the side okay. that talks yeah. about yeah. all of it. That's crazy. I never thought. Yeah, about but that's that. literally what happened. And then you're right because yeah. like even I'm thinking that we don't have these spaces because they because white people want to be in them. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that because they're trying to be supportive. But then they also want to always do what white people do, and that's just too much. Yeah. So now you want to be up there doing spoken word, yeah. and you want to be up there doing this, that, and the third. But like you know, literally, like that's why I like when sometimes people, especially. People who are not from this country have a hard time understanding. Some people who have been, who know enough and educated enough don't understand it. But that's why black people are always just so desperate for our certain identity and stuff like that. Because everything that we have has been taken from us. And then also, unfortunately, if we want money, Jackie Robinson, if he wants some money. Yeah. You know, like, let's you, be, you can't you be mad do. at yeah, him. Right. Like, you know, right. I'm really this good. I want more money, so I'm going to go here. Yeah. I am really this person, so I want more money. I got to go here. So you do, unfortunately, because that's what the, this country's built on. Mm-hmm. You have to go to white people. You know, like, it's very rare. Like, you know, Jay-Z wants to have his own yeah. um, sports agency or whatever. You know, like, all these people, but, like, I don't know anybody goes. But also, know, I think, like, you know, historically, black Americans have, we try to operate on good faith. Mm-hmm. So if you're Jackie yeah. Robinson, you're operating on good faith that if I integrate this league, it's better for everyone. Yeah. Not that, you know, there's some cynicism around the corner right. or everything that comes with it that they don't really let you know. You know, they, they're moving chess pieces around when you're trying to do what you've been told your whole life is the right thing. Right. And, then, and ultimately what could happen with this Aquafina NAACP thing is that if it, it's going to sound weird, if it becomes too inclusive, 
they can rename it to the National Association for the Advancement of All People. Right. And yep. Then, and then we got to move on to something else. Yeah. All Lives Matter awards. Right. Yep. Like, did you guys ever hear about <laughs> oh, that? Did you guys shit. ever hear about that white couple that jumped the broom at their wedding and Twitter went crazy? No. What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember years ago. that. Yeah. Yes. I remember I was talking to my girlfriend Dia about it. I was like, well, we don't need to do that. And I'm like, no, 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 Dia. Like, it's literally, yeah. they take everything from us. Everything. Can we at least have this? Yeah. Can we true. at least have this? Like, they take everything. Let's at least have this. And so that's the whole deal. Like, yeah, I get it. You could be mad at Aquafina because, like, listen, you're super corny Asian girl who does a black scent. I am from Seattle. I don't do a black scent. You know, and I yeah. am very proud in my blackness, but I'm not walking around talking like that. Right. Like, that's corny. First of all, it's corny, and that's not me. Second, I'm not going to do it as a shtick. Like, that's embarrassing, and it's condescending to other people around me that I'm going to be the, the light-skinned black girl who's, like, making fun of other black people. Correct. So right. I'm never yeah. going to do that. I'm always going to be myself. I'm not going to be code switching. I do have a professional voice. Yes. I do have my normal voice. <laughs> but, like, you know what I'm saying? But here Aquafina is, I didn't know that she code switches. I didn't yeah, know that yeah. she was, I didn't, because I don't know anything about her. I find her wildly annoying. So I, I just know that she's Nora from Queens. I, know, I don't need know anyone who okay. watches that show. Yeah. But, like, her doing a black scent and then not doing it, I never knew that, that she didn't, that she turned yeah. that off. Yeah. So now it makes me go, well, now I'm kind of offended. Yeah. And, and, and to be fair, just because she's Aquafina doesn't mean nobody watches that show. The fact that it's on Comedy Central means nobody watches that show. Ha, blue. <laughs> um, so um, pivoting to um, now, this isn't particularly uniquely black, but as a writer, as somebody who believes in representation and independence for the creator, I I feel we have to unpack this. So the AV Club. Um, shout out to the AV Club who we've actually we've actually been featured on the AV Club. Oh, shout before. out to y'all! Yeah, thank you. Yeah. 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 However yeah. long ago that was, thank you. Sadly, we were we were we were featured on the same AV Club article as like Amanda Seals podcast. So yeah. oh, hey. you, know, you take what you can get. You know? What you need to add on there is the Price Is Right fail noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That that's an idea that might happen yeah. actually. Sad trombone. Like, oof, yeah. <laughs> or just a sad Marge Simpson scent. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the AV Club has the the writers for the AV Club have kind of gotten fucked over. This is from an article. Uh, Craig Lindsay posted this because he's worked with them before. Mm. Um. This is an article. Um. From their union. Uh. The Onion Union. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I heard. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a little long and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but a lot of it's important. Uh, early last month, the seven Chicago employees of the AV club were informed by geo media. Uh, they were being invited to either relocate to Los Angeles or lose their jobs. The employees were offered no increase in their salaries, uh, to compensate for the higher cost of living in LA. Uh, they were given until January 15th. For those expected to move by March or March 2nd for those expected to move by May to decide geo media refused to negotiate over the terms of the relocation or severance except to allow departing employees to purchase their company laptops at a depreciated value geo also uh, posted three of the employees jobs before the January 15th deadline. Uh, rather than move to a significantly more expensive city without a cost of living increase or any increase at all, all seven of the affected AV club employees have decided to take their union contract protect, protected severances. 
It should be noted that more than half of these staff members were willing to locate to Los Angeles, and some even expressed interest in doing so before GO communicated its mandate. However, it is simply not reasonable to expect people to uproot their lives for what amounts to a rather severe pay cut to commute every day to an inconveniently located office for a company that would make such a decision. It's clear GO's invitation was never meant to be accepted. So... In 2022, when people are working remotely out of their homes, uh-huh. um, when there's a pandemic, when there's a pandemic that is, I, I think I think San Francisco and Los Angeles are pretty highly affected, and not only that, I think people. I think I just didn't we just talk about where the cops were telling people not to come to LA if they can mm-hmm. avoid it mm-hmm. in in an era like that. G, uh, Geo Media told the AV Club writers that they either have to move to Los Angeles or San Francisco or wherever with no cost of living adjustment, with no cost of living adjustment, with no any any and kind no of moving fees. no moving fees, no moving fees, no increase. And they had to buy increase. their own laptops. Yeah, and they had and and they had to negotiate to buy their company laptops at a discounted rate. That they had to move to the main office. To where the main office is, or leave. They basically put them quick. in a position th- the, where the only answer could be no. Yeah. Right. Correct. Yeah. And it's like, and so how does that benefit the, the company? Like, because that doesn't make it any sense. Because it, it means that they don't want AV Club anymore. They don't want those people. They don't want those people anymore because they're unionized. Yeah. I think it's. I, I believe it's because they're unionized. You can go back to getting you know cheaper contract work. We're not having to pay so many. You know. Correct. Yep. You can pay people less. You can work them more. You can do all kind of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's and, greed. Yeah, and if they're capitalism at its capitalism, yeah. getting if, they, it if they're unionized, you can give them. You know, you probably have to give them terms that they need to abide by in order to get what they want. And if they can't meet them, okay, well, you can go then. Yep. And as, if, as if, like as you were saying, and we're not in this Panasonic. They can work from home. Yeah. As if they Correct. can't work from home, there is Correct. no need for anybody to be moving anywhere. We are fully. I literally had Omicron a month ago, like, and I am vaccinated and boosted. Like, and I still got it. We are literally, yeah. and I mean, and I got my nail artist sick because I had no idea. I didn't get anybody yeah. else sick, but thank goodness. Right. But you know you know what I'm saying? You never know. So we are literally in this pandemic where even if you are on your best behavior, mm-hmm. you can still get can somebody still get sick. Yeah. You can get sick and you can get somebody sick. And you are literally out here playing these games like, uh, so we want you to move. No pay raise, right? No moving costs, and guess what? We're gonna let you buy your laptop, but we're at a <laughs> discount. Like that is honestly, it's kind of offensive, and I would it is. one, I'd have my feelings hurt, and two, I'd feel wildly disrespected, and three, it would help to me. I'd be like, okay, I have to remember, no one cares about me but me. Correct. So I really have to look out for me. And so they're, my boss this all the time. They're going to sue. Oh, they and, should, and not only they that, should. they posted three of those positions. They posted three of those positions on like the LinkedIn's or whatever before they had accepted or declined the offer. Right. Yeah, all that's some so bullshit. They, they knew it, it, it reminds me of not to bring up other podcasts, but when when I listened to Rory and Maul talk about the separation from Joe Budden, yep. part of it was Joe not wanting to pay them because they had a percentage deal mm-hmm. and wanted to pay them a, a salary. Right. Yeah. And because so they, they would never go for that. He tried to get his way out, and I think it was Rory that said, like, he told him, I can get two people for the price of half right. of y'all. 
Do it. That's the motivation. And, and went out his and look what you got. And look, <laughs> man, don't get me started on where, I'm saying, but where you know, Joe Button has but I don't gone. Think, and this isn't like a Joe Button slander. I, I think, understand. I think that business approach isn't uncommon. If you can get around it, they'll try to skirt around oh, it. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, and it was it was just it, it wasn't uncommon. Enough of succession. Yeah, <laughs> I watched seven episodes and I was good, but capitalism. I got through, so I I actually did get caught up on Succession. I wanted to, you you caught up. Everybody's caught up, but me. Yes. I, I could not get past the seventh episode. I'm like, I don't care about these white people. Uh, this so season that's first how season? first that's, season. So that's how I felt in the first season. Once you once you kind of bite the bullet and accept, okay, this is American greed, right? There are some there are some things that you can look into and be like that this is a great fucking performance. No, listen, this, they are they are killing it. Now, to be fair, I didn't say the show was bad. No, 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 no. I, I just I said I hate these white people. Right. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> They're uh, very unlikable. <laughs> I, I made not a single one of them is a likable They're person. They're not like Karen Culkin. I enjoy, but he's not a good person. I made a I made I tried to make a succession alignment chart, and then I looked at, and then I looked and realized that every one of them is either lawful evil or neutral evil. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I'm coming to this conclusion about... Um, about the AV about, people? Well, about... No, I, I was going to say, <laughs> I'm coming to this conclusion about euphoria, but we'll get there in a minute. Mm, yeah. Um, not evil, but I'll get there in a minute. Um, one more thing I wanted to get to before that. Ari Lennox has decided that she's not doing interviews anymore. Good for her. Um, she's doing the Marshawn Lynch? <laughs> More or less, because she went, because she went on one. Of the, I don't even know which podcast it was. She went on one of these fuck nigga podcasts. Why? Why do people like? You know, why do people do this? Who has a time? I want to look up what podcast. Listen, I'm to trying to look up what podcast it was. Listen, who has the time? Um, she says she's not doing podcasts or visiting South Africa. What? Um, wow. Did she get jammed up at the at the? They say she oh, got jammed I, up no, at I the airport. That. Yes, no, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. real with you. No, no, no. I did hear about that. Yes. I got jammed up leaving Vietnam, and so I'm, I'm I'm going through customs, and I'm looking out for everybody else. I'm going last, making sure everybody ain't nobody left nothing. And so, a couple of days before, we went to visit, visit the Big Buddha. Mm-hmm. It's a Big Buddha thing, but it's t- like torrential rain. And so you can't, they don't want people traveling up and down this mountain during the rain. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I get wet, my passport gets wet. So my visa into Vietnam was smudged. Mm-hmm. And so that smudge visa and they, they grabbed me. I turned a couple corners. Next, you know, I'm in a room with a bunch of people speaking Vietnamese very fast. And I said, hey, man, I went to pay my respects to Big Buddha, got my passport wet. I'm just trying to get home. And they were like, mm, they mumbled some stuff and they let me go. But like, no one knew where I was. Aren't you grateful for being black sometimes? They grabbed me quick. Man. Like, I can understand getting them jam ups at customs is probably not fun. Yeah, she she got jammed up. Not only that, but this was a South African podcast where the dude asked her, uh, what's the dick like, basically? It was like, Uh, wait, what? uh, Don't do that. Yeah, said, and I I quote, and he was being South African, and I'm going to see her to hear first, and I'm problematic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, you were being South African. Y'all don't have a, you don't have that great of a reputation anyways. You're supposed to actually make people want to go there. And you know how wild it is down there? Like, are you serious? This is a quote. And where are we at right now? Is someone fucking you good right now? Yeah. What in the entire wow. world? Wow. So, so did she did she know how to saw they got down? I don't think she did. 
I don't think she and and to be clear, I had re, I had read some of her tweets prior to this podcast to her doing that podcast and just some of some of the treatment she got getting jammed up at the airport, so forth yeah. and so forth. I don't think she knew a lot about the culture, right? And kind of what it's like to be an outsider, yeah, coming real. into those circles. Um, because she was very disgusted. She sounded very like triggered and traumatized by this shit. Um, what, what did they say? The reason was for no, stopping at the airport. That's not fair. And no. it's like it's I, disrespectful and gross. It's that, gross. Now that's another topic, and I don't have to. I I I, don't, I can't find it right now. But I remember. I do remember a series of tweets where she was like, "These people, these people, these people at the airport are fucking racist, and they really stopping security, really stopping me off of nothing. I don't have shit on me." Yeah, I remember. I remember. I, that. I, remember yeah, that. I saw that. Yeah. Um. So it was like around the same time, our friend Dennis had got, had those issues mm. with what was that British Airways? Yep. Yeah, and with the the band he was touring with, same thing. And so we here met you, him on the plane. And so here wow. you have the fuck nigga retrograde. Um, just it's worldwide, bro. Like it is. That's that is no. Not, it really is. It really is. That is not something you. What? That's something yeah. I would, and that's something I would say in the company of people jokingly. Um, I mean, I can't even imagine you saying even, that. Even because I mean, I can't. Would you like you and I just met? Would you really the, be? Would no. you have me ask me what's a dick like? I would literally no. be looking at you just, and I would look at Damien like, whose like, man's is this? I'd be like, no. damn man, now you got to go. Yeah. Home. You know, like <laughs> now, now I can't be friends. Now you got to go. Home. Literally, now I can't be for, for real. Like who was? That's first of all. It's I'd be like, and in closing, <laughs> but I, so but, but I often, as always, in party, especially as a guest on your show. Titties. <laughs> He's at all. He's in that, that, I just hit him with that. Like, all right, yeah. When I it. see men behave like that, I often think, like, do they consider that you're probably making this woman wildly uncomfortable? No, no they don't care. They, they, don't, don't, they don't think care. they think it's funny. They think they it's don't funny. care. They think it's funny. They find amusement in it. Like they anything I said about a, a about a woman that came on this podcast is because we have a relationship, and they do me just as badly. Like. I mean, but you've never really talked that bad about anybody. Like, That's true. I, right. you know, I don't remember. Like, I don't you, think so. Yeah, no. I mean, yes, you might say titties and pussy, but like you've never said anything that made right. me uncomfortable. And right. You know what I mean? And I get grossed out. Like, I don't think sex jokes are funny. I'm a fart humor person. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yes, that's funny to me. And I haven't been offended, but like that is wildly offensive, wildly disrespectful. You invited this person on your podcast. Right. Are you going to say something like this? Yes, we've all had issues. I, I hate Montreal. I have, I've had issues in Montreal yeah, numerous you times. telling me that. I hate yeah. Montreal. I've had numerous issues with them and through customs and everything else. We all have our issues through customs. Right. It sucks. Right. It really does suck. Yeah. But for that man to be that disrespectful, yeah. and honestly, because to be fair, and I was being you know crazy, but South Africa does not have a good reputation with the way they treat women, and you're doubling down on that. Like, you're literally doubling down on that. When I was there in 2019, they had finally just passed this law to right. protect women because this man had gone to the post office Asked this girl what time she was getting off or what time. No, he said he had to come back. What time do you close? I forgot my package. He, so he knew what time she was closing. Went back, raped her, and killed her. Right. So then they had, like, passed. This was, like, 2019. You know, like, and this these kinds of things happen. This violence against women mm -hmm. happened so often. And and it's not, it's prevalent everywhere. Let's be clear. Yes. You know, yeah. but you, but as black people and as Africans and South Africans, and y'all know, well, you don't know this, but I love Africa more than anything in the world. That's my favorite place in the world. Sure. And I've been to Johannesburg. Like, I okay. love it. Yeah. But, like, you are making, you look bad, Africans look bad to the rest of the world, because now Ari Lynn is going to go on Twitter to all her followers and mm -hmm. say, 
this South African podcast said this. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to generalize. They're going like, to say South Africa. South Africa did this. South Africa did and now, this. And it adds more to that diaspora, like, like back and forth where it's like, oh, the Americans do this. Oh, the Africans do this. Right. And, yeah. and, and to be not, fair, Americans do do this. Yeah, they do. I would say they, they do exactly this, actually. It's, it's the ghetto here. So. Um, and, and, <laughs> and it, it just adds to the whole thing of podcasters, not even just black podcasters now, not even just black black male podcasters now, across the diaspora, adding to this weird misogyny red pill logic. So they were like the fresh and fit. They were like the fresh and fit, basically. South Africa, yes. There basically. it is. There Makes it is. Uh, okay, the show's called Podcast and Chill. There you go. There you go. That just sounds like, anyway. That sounds rapey. That, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to go over that. Shout out to Ari Lennox. Um, I, I, supposedly, she got some new music coming. I'm ready for that. Yeah, I'm ready for some new music. I like her music. Definitely lot. ready. Um, so, um, I because we have the we have the people's critic here, and I know you you you, you get a lot of content. You, you inhale a lot of content. That sounds crazy, but yes. <laughs> Made me sound like Unicron. <laughs> inhaling shit left and right. No, I do take a lot of content. Are y'all caught up? And because we've been gone for two weeks since it started, are y'all caught up on Euphoria? Yes. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. Okay. Yeah. These first two episodes, fam. Listen, Damien said, "Where are the adults? Where are the adults? Where Nowhere. Are the parents? Nowhere, fam. No teachers. No, no. parents. Nothing. The only so- parents they show are the two problematic ones: yes. the alcoholic <laughs> yeah. and the." Closeted and uh, Eric Dane. Yeah, like let me find. Let there's me not fi- enough adjectives for him. Let me find out. Rue's mama gonna fuck pancake guy. I mean, okay, so you know what? Uh, I, I would find listen, out. Listen, I wouldn't even be mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because, hey, listen, man, I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. These are, there are euphoria spoilers. Just fast forward to shit like five minutes or something. Let, let, <laughs> listen, let that man slide. Domingo, what's his name? Coleman. Domingo. Coleman. Domingo. I'm sorry, he could get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's daddy. Listen. You know what I like about him? He's so stylish. He is. He is, he is so, he is so cool. Sty- yeah. He is so he is, cool. He is, man. He is that cool uncle, dude, man. I mean, when he's you said like, Fear of the Walking Dead, I was yeah. like, I like this He's that man. dude that shows, up to the, that shows up to the poetry open mic and don't have no poem and just be kicking some real shit. He's the one, that, he's the one that's sitting back in the yard and saying like, Oh, we got Domingo here. He's like, nah, yeah, nah, you nah, want to nah, come, nah, nah, come, nah, nah, come, come on, 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 come giving you a poem, but he's just really telling you about the awareness <laughs> meeting over his shape. That's all he's doing. <laughs> and yeah. everybody's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and do you ever read the story about how he met his partner? No, it's great. They met on like. Wait, well, is he gay? Yeah, you know that. I didn't know that. That makes so much sense. That's why he looks like that. Yeah, that man is smooth. I'll find the article. I'll send it to you. It was. It's a cute story. It's a nice story, yeah. So, a couple of things has it, maybe I'm missing something, or maybe I haven't. Maybe I didn't revisit season one the way I should have. Has Cassie ever made a good decision? Mm-hmm. No, no, but I think I think that's part of her character. But I think yeah. I read earlier, like um, what in some Sydney Sweeney interview that mm-hmm. that they're going to explore sort of a lot more of who she is during this season. And we've got some first two episodes. Yeah, because I would love to know, because her and her sister are just like polar opposites. Her sister is just like on the ball, focused. Lexi be on point. You know, she's just, she's yeah. really this really solid kid Cassie be who clearly is the adult in the house. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, and then Cassie and her mom. And Cassie just, has titties. 
And Cassie, like, Cassie all she got does titties, is make it. bad, like, yeah. Make bad decisions, decisions to show her titties. That's Very all, fam. Yeah. And, and then we have to, I talked about this a little bit on my, on, on my social media, but we have to have a real conversation about how McKay, the one nigga on this show, <laughs> can't fight. <laughs> Ain't got no. He's also, like, he's also like five five. Yeah, he's he's a less a little. Did you guy. see oh, wait, her her ex boyfriend? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's so corny. Did you see when he, they called this core ball over? Like he's he was a wide receiver. Some shit? He was a wide receiver, man. Yeah, he's he a wide receiver. He's a little slot guy. He yeah. was getting his ass whooped, but can't run over there with the soft ass <laughs> hands, dog. But then you had you had a little meat show up, so we got another yeah. we got another brother on there. Okay, yeah, that's fair too. Ooh. Oh yeah, little meat. The the cornball at the bathroom. The dude in the bathroom. Yeah. That's Lil Meech. That's actually Big Meech's son. Like, oh, you don't remember me? I'm the one that met you on New Year's that night. That cornball. His dad's a real one, so I would never say anything bad about him. <laughs> oh, never. Never. <laughs> never. Absolutely not. I remember seeing them dudes out one time he's in Miami. He's an amazing actor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy he's so great. He's really Big, big Meech's son? That's yeah, his real yeah. son. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, he was, he was the best thing about that episode. We loved him. You're so him happy to see his representation. But the most success. Do you know who needs the NWC award? 420. Yeah, absolutely. 420 friendly. We love it. When Rick Ross said, I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover. Sir, I agree. I I also agree with Rick Ross on that. Amazing. Well, you didn't recognize that he looks just like him? And I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what Big Meech looks like. Okay, so I, he, I saw what was it, American. What was the, sh- the documentary that used to come on? Talking yeah, about American Gangster. Yeah, the yeah. old black. Yeah, I, then it's like that's so the last he time. played his he plays his dad on the show. Yeah. Oh wait, on, what? Yeah. He plays He's his on dad BMF. on BMF show. Oh, I, yeah. I haven't watched. He that. plays his dad. Is that show good? Really? It's 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 very good. It's a great show. Opinion, it's an informative. It's, the people whose opinions I trust. It's, it's say a no. it's it's a broad stroke of sort of what happened. Okay. And, and yeah, this is one hundred percent true. I I like how they're contextualizing sort of like that time in Detroit mm-hmm. okay. and sort of what was happening in the drug game. And you're seeing these two men from Southwest Detroit sort of rise up the ranks. And mm-hmm. when he in the interview he said this can go on for years. Like he's right because so much happened with them to lead the led up into like. You know, Jeezy coming in and, and them, these crazy parties they would have and these dudes running South Beach and running into people to them, you know, getting busted for some activity, allegedly, and spending some time away. Allegedly. But so, his son can never play Yeah, Euphoria. So, yeah. the realist, so, the the power rankings on Euphoria have shifted in two episodes so dramatically that the hardest motherfuckers on this show Ashtray. are one, Fez, Ashtray. and two, Ashtray. Yeah, Mac Miller yeah. and Ashtray. Yeah. Damn. And their origin story is hey, Ashtray. That, that was a great opening episode. And Grandma is one of my favorite characters of all time. It makes so much sense because I'm watching him give this old lady a sponge bath last season. And yeah. I'm like, why is he taking care of this old lady? Now we know. Yeah. Right. Also, I would just like to say this. HBO has lost its mind. How many more penises do I need? Oh, yeah. to uh, it's yeah. a lot of dicks, man. And not only that, it's direct ones. Normally, yeah. it's on the like yeah. South Park making the joke about the flaccid ones on like Game a, of Thrones, and so yeah, there's a bunch of flaccid. It's a lot of dicks, bro. I was bro. like, wow, that is. Yeah. A we didn't have to see the old white dude in the strip need club. To see oh, that. it's a plenty. They gotta have a it's warning. Plenty dicks on the show. Yeah. Yeah. so you know what's happening. They literally, they literally had Eric Dane ready to be for boner. Like, all right, let's make boner. You're boner in this one. I Eric Dane was literally eating a nigga's ass, dog. Like, yes, he was. Hey, what? Yes, you don't remember. You don't remember that? that? How do you re- not it was remember the flash, that? They were like sixteen, each other. Oh, that's right. I said you must repress that one. I mean, I wish I had. 
Fam, it, it's Listen, just go wash your beard and sit down, man. This old man need to cool. It's a lot going on in this show. And imagine if your his, parents knew you were watching this show. Oh, oh, oh bro. Yeah. This is when I this is when this My is when I like this is pornographic. Oh, no. oh God. This is when I this is when I started to know that me it's and Tristan that me and Tristan were going oh, in different directions. <laughs> that show proves that it is. So I knew me and Tristan were going in different directions when she when I asked her if she was watching Euphoria and she said, That is child pornography, Oz. Everyone on the show over eighteen, yeah, though. So, buddy, I, I when I saw Gupsi and what's her name, Cassie Titties, I I literally went on my phone. I was like, "How old is this girl?" I did that season one. She's yeah. twenty four. I, I like, Wikipedia okay. the first season before I commented. Yeah, because I'm like, this is because even if they were fresh eighteen, I'd be like, yeah. 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 And and then poor cat, fam. So cat'll be alright. Well, Cat will be okay. Ethan's not going to be Cat right. will be a superstar in Houston, which is... Correct. Is just like, but the one thing that, that, I, that I find fascinating, but one thing I do appreciate about the show is, is giving a platform for you know for actors like Zendaya and, and, and these young... Who, this to, is true. To show their talent in a space that they necessarily wouldn't, wouldn't have. Because right. um, it's hard to break out of that Disney bubble. Because we wouldn't be seeing old dude... The way they casted that show is so perfect. Yes. Yeah. Again, I, my thing is chemistry with the with the characters mm-hmm. because we hate this person, we love this person. Yep. They did such a good job casting these actors, and they all work so well together. That's why kind of was like we were talking about Alabama Elementary. It's a great show. Yeah. But the people don't really like flow together yet. You know what right, I mean? Right. And uh, Euphoria. I, like, again, I see Zendaya, but I'm just mm-hmm. like, Yo, Rue, a mess. Yeah, I yeah, tried you know? to. I tried to make a little. Uh, um, what you call it? Uh, alignment chart for that. Every person on this show is chaotic neutral. Uh, Every single yeah. character, except because they're teenagers. What's his name? Uh, All American Nate. Douche- Nate. Nate is evil. Nate oh, is just absolutely. true evil. That's it. Yeah. That beat down was uh, fam. Fez got access. It that was so terrible. That was so. But you know what? I'm gonna hate myself in three weeks. So I'm like, man, I like Nate. No, no, no they gonna do it because by the end of the episode, when this old man was like. Do you have the tape? Yeah, but that's bad meets evil. He hit him though. He's like, yeah, but like, see, that's bad meets like, evil. Nice. I mean, that's bad meets evil. You know what I'm saying? Like, hopefully, it's mutual because he's second generation. I, I, I really think it is. Um, Imagine Ashtray is just down for the fucking shit. He is he is down that for the shit no matter play. what. I want an Ashtray spinoff. I'm scared that kid is gonna die. No, I would Cal was about to. Cal was about to get. I don't like kids that much. Cal was about to clap the fuck up. He's perfect where he is. I just want to see Ashtray on some side missions. I thought we were going around. Maybe they'll show us. Putting in work. I really thought we were about to get a slow motion Judge Dredd moment where Cal was about to catch was about to catch one in the dome. Yeah. Yes. Fucking around thinking he's Liam Neeson. Yes. What's his name? Ashtray be doing them raid hallway like. I'm like came out of nowhere running up on walls cracking people. You know. Listen, this little boy. Boy came out with. Hammer. He did. Yeah. Like Thor. Oh man. Uh he came out. What's that what's that little ninja dude on Peacemaker? Judo Master. Judo Master. I, like Judo Master. I still haven't watched Peacemaker. Oh, no. what are you doing? You got to. Uh I had to give I had to give uh Suicide Squad one more full watch. And I did. did you you don't need to. You don't need to for this. You don't no. No. Okay. You don't need Fair to. Enough. They do a nice little recap before yeah. the first episode. Oh, I didn't even realize this is a spinoff from Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah, because they actually started shooting this before Suicide yeah. Squad. Idris Elba, oh. Elba was way better than that than I remember. Like, yeah. I really enjoyed him. But James Gunn's funny. Yeah, James yeah. Gunn's really good. I, I, I um, interviewed him years ago for that Super movie, and it was him and oh, yeah. and um, Rain Wilson. And I, my takeaway was like, James Gunn was the funniest person in the room. 
Okay. Like he, we were sitting around cracking jokes. We weren't even interviewing. We were just talking and laughing. Yeah. We were at Comic-Con. We were laughing at stuff at Comic-Con and the way nerds show up. And I remember like, man, that dude is funny. And so when he got Guardians, I was like, I don't know how good this movie's going to be. Right. But it's going to be funny. Because yeah. yeah. dude's yeah. like, he's a natural, funny person. And that yeah. comes across in Peacemaker and how well it's written and, you know, the little one-off when they're having conversations and do these little side conversations yeah. where yeah. Peacemaker just doesn't understand something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Quick euphoria prediction. Okay. Elliot going to die. Who? Elliot, the the uh, uh, Zendaya's stoner side piece. Oh, boyfriend. that boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He gonna die. He's expendable. You know, yeah. yeah, he's expendable. He's yeah. a welcome he's ancillary character. Well, we're yeah. gonna, you know. well, we're gonna, we're gonna start liking him. Oh, for sure. And then he's he gonna die. The only problem I have with Euphoria is I'm, I love Zendaya as an actress, mm-hmm. and I'm always like, man, that guy Zendaya doing drugs. Not, I don't see her as rude. I'm like, yeah. man, why is Zendaya getting high all the Strong time? The yeah. fuck out, dog. Like, <laughs> I, she is so memeable. Some of them faces. Where she's yeah. looking at the camera, you'd be like, that's going to be a meme tomorrow. Right. Um, yeah, Elliot going to die. I, that's my big prediction. Elliot, poor guy. I'm cool with that. Uh, he he going to go on the, he gonna have to go on the altar for uh, Ruin Jewels. Um, this, uh, one other thing before we go to break. This, uh, this show does every now and then remind me that these people are teenagers. Because, fam, um, the idea that... that Nate and Cassie are so in love, but they don't really do shit but fucking his MAGA truck. Oh, it's not love. It's not. It's definitely not love. It's not love at all. Because they're both so emotionally damaged. It's just yeah. aggression. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's also that's it's like their they, it's that's their drug. Yeah. One minute you're so worried about your best friend whooping your whooping your ass over this dude. The next minute you're getting bust down in the construction site at three in the morning. And also damaged. that game that she's like, I'm gonna get out of the car and run and cry. I'm the white girl who runs and oh cries. Oh my god. You've never me. done either just ran and cried. He is a just walking just like in just a framed community yeah. so that he can see you and like, oh, you caught me. You don't want to know something funny one time? I'll tell you guys a story. When I was in my okay. ex when I was in my twenties, because I would get so mad, but you know, when you raised by a black woman, we don't do all that silly stuff. And uh, my mom actually said to me one time, because I didn't start getting white friends until I was, like, older and could drive and could drive out to the suburbs and started meeting some kids or whatever. My mom literally said to me when I was, like, arguing stuff with my ex, but I'd be like, my mom, like, no, we ain't going to do this. And, you know, like, Mm -hmm. my mom literally said, don't do what I did. You need to do what your sister does. Act like your white friends and cry to get your way. My mom actually said that to me because it worked. <laughs> I was dying. And I, and I looked at her I'm like, Mom, I can't. She's like, I know it's so hard, but you got to do what the white girls do. It, it works every time. I'm like, Mom, I can't. Like, it's so, it's so, I cannot. I can't bring myself to cry to get my way ever. No. I'm like, I can't. Like, I'm like, that's manipulative. But, the, but that's, but see, that's, that's young people. That's young people shit. Just like they were, I was reading a dumbass, uh, I was reading a dumbass um, uh, recap of Euphoria. They were talking about Cat and how and and how not Elliot uh, her dude, Ethan's gonna get done so badly, and they were like and they were like but let's and then the, the writer goes well I mean what does Ethan really have going for him other than being charming and funny and this and he's a fucking teenager yeah he's a kid he's they're all the kids fuck? he's a they're non-playable kids. character what does he have like what good credit a mortgage a degree like they're children yeah. 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 they're children right what the fuck and, yeah. Like, yeah, and I just have one thing to say about Euphoria before we do go to break because okay. you're the boss here but <laughs> I would like people to stop acting like Kat is fat and she's not she's not but everyone's acting like oh she's our plus size queen no. she's not fat 
at all. I be, I'll, that's I'll, why I said here in Houston. Yes, she's a thick. She, like she's thick thigh. She's, like, she's, she's thick. thick. Yep. But if you look at her, there ain't no cellulite on her. Skin is smooth. That stop. I hate that. Ever like fat girls love to act like oh they got the fat girl. She's not fat, y'all. Not stop. at all. But I also, I, fat. I also think why that scene with her imagining the influences around her was was pretty genius. That was a that great was because that that's was that's exactly what, exactly what what people like is. her are bombarded with. Yep. That's exactly yes. toxic positivity. Yeah, the, yes. the best line of the season so far. Yeah. Everyone has joined a self a self help cult, and no one will shut the fuck up about it. One hundred percent wonderful. Um, we're gonna take a quick break, uh, do some listener letters, and get into the it, no no. We, oh yeah, we gotta do the white people thing. Um, <laughs> uh, you were listening to sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. No matter who's prospering right now in football, I don't have a lot to say about it because I have not been watching as much football as I used to. Um, the most important thing is that the Dallas Cowboys uh, have finally folded like I always said they would. Uh, hit that with the air horns. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> also applause. We can hit it with applause, too. I, I told uh, – some some of y'all are listening. Some of y'all are going to be real mad at me. I know, I know Lauren, you're going to be real mad at me. Fuck that. Look. Hey, y'all. I said it. I said it. Hey. Y'all folded. We got a like, Cowboys fan in here. Where? Absolutely not. Before you go any further. <laughs> it was it's it's it was like most sports. It was it was the only sports team that I truly loved on my own. Was as a kid, I loved the Oakland A's. Not just I lived in the Bay. I love Ricky Henderson. Mm-hmm. I cry when they lost in the World Series mm-hmm. to the Dodgers. It was my first real sports like pain was them getting swept mm-hmm. and that walk off by Kirk Gibson. Like I still hate oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I still that hate was, it. Yeah, that was. Still still hate it. Do you think Jose Canseco was a snitch? I think he's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I used to stand outside of Oakland Alameda Col- Coliseum trying to catch home runs. Yeah, that's like, cute. Yeah, he was. I was a kid, um, but my 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 sports fandom as a cowboy fan and as a Laker fan comes from my uncle. Because we lived yeah. in Sacramento and like the Kings were terrible. Mm-hmm. So no one liked the Kings. This was this is Wayman Tisdale. I completely forgot. Yeah. About the Kings. Yeah, yeah. So this I is, is Wayman Tisdale. So most people. This yeah. is that, this is them powder blue jerseys. Yeah. And so people only went to the games to see Kenny Smith was playing for. Yeah, to see the Warriors Ooh, or the Lakers. So I became a Lakers fan just living in Northern California. Yeah. This is a strong point. Um, but it's for my uncle. So my my cowboy fandom is 100 percent from my uncle because I hated the 49ers as a kid. And so, but I've, I'm not. An, and Damon will tell you I'm not an irrational. He's, he's not. Fan. I understand. Tim's not irrational about anything though. To be fair. You want a more even Maybe about the yellows, person. but that's about it. <laughs> so, not to disrespect our guests. Not to disrespect our guests. Okay. But those of you that are that, that have listened enough know what time it is before we get into our next segment. I also have one more question before you get into the segment, but go ahead. Um y- y'all folded. Y'all folded. Like I, I said this. I said this. 
Oh, it was. Oh, we're going. To, we're going all the way. We're going all the way. It's Super Bowl time. Been saying this since '96. It's super. You've been saying that. You've been saying that literally since Old Dirty Bastard was still alive. Um. Yes. Shout out to Brooklyn Zoo. So, um, and y'all was so hype, so hype. It just oh the haters oh the haters are so quiet they're so quiet where are the haters y'all are so quiet I've never been quiet <laughs> and I never will be quiet because I know the truth I've I'm at that point where sure I may be a little old and washed but I'm old and washed enough to know exactly how all this is gonna play out it's like my man Jeff Daniels on Looper he saw it he saw it like a vision he saw the line and I saw the point where it all goes bad. For y'all as a as a as a unit as a institution and y'all fold like y'all always do. Someone someone pointed out on Twitter that Colin Kaepernick has been out of the league five years, four years, and he still has more playoff wins than Tony Romo and Dak Prescott all put together. You know. Y'all folded like y'all always have and y'all always will. It's like watching the villains get a little happy because they got a little farther defeating the villains than they usually do. Rita Repulsa still gonna go back and go gonna go flying back to the fucking moon. Team Rocket still gonna go blasting off back into the sky. And the Dallas Cowboys are still gonna be watching the Super Bowl and most of the playoffs before it from home. Y'all folded. So a follow up question. Fall and fold forever. So, again, this is Tim's first time in Houston. One of the first questions he asked. Go for it. What we got? Why do we hate Dallas? You know why? Imagine imagine I walked into Randall's home. I am not from Sunnyside. I live close. I'm not from Sunnyside. I don't live in Sunnyside. But I come from Hiram Clark, Texas. Um, we're going to hit the air horns on that one. I walk into this man's house, and if I'm here for two hours, I spend an hour and 50 minutes saying that Sunnyside can suck a dick. <laughs> Ain't shit going on, but Hiram motherfucking Clark, Texas. You don't know me. Sunnyside can rot in hell, suck a dick. Y'all ain't shit. Y'all ain't shit. Y'all ain't never going to be shit. Fuck it, man. Fuck these fucking Sunnyside ass niggas. Fuck that shit. All day. I can guarantee you by the end of my visit, Randall will have killed me <laughs> and eaten me just to possess my power. <laughs> like the Highlander. Is that how the Highlander went? Stop. He didn't he uh, cut people's heads off. Okay. Oh, so, like whatever. Power? Yeah. Okay. Something like called that. Called the quickening. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Don't ask me why I know. <laughs> I used to watch I used to watch that shit. A lot, lot of explosions, a lot of electricity. Uh Adrian Paul was a terrible actor. Anyway. Um so that is what it's like to be in Houston and be exposed to people from Dallas. <laughs> Especially if you went to TSU between like 06 and like 09. It was just these people coming here telling Houston to suck a dick. And you Houston niggas do this. And you Houston niggas do that. And it was just these weird niggas with hair with just hair all in the back of their head. Booty fade. With I these see. weird. Oh, I hate that haircut. With, yeah. With, 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 fucking, with, with fucking leather shorts and tall tees and shit. 
talking shit. Ten years after everyone else stopped wearing I, I've seen the meme of the Dallas Cowboy fan starter pack, and it's accurate. Yeah. So and it's... So it's like... Eventually, <laughs> you just... Be, you just eventually become a, become an adult with an irrational hate for Dallas. I ain't never even been to Neiman Marcus. And yet here I am. Fuck Dallas. Fuck Oak Cliff, Texas. Fuck all that shit. Fuck Big T. I hope that motherfucker burn down again. And, and above all, because it's the thing that runs in their core, like the Transformers have a spark, that star... Fuck the Dallas Cowboys forever. Do you hear the passion? But like, a lot of that has to do with with JFK's assassination. We don't care about that. I'm just saying. That was the rebrand, right? They, we don't care about that. They were afraid that people wouldn't want to tour Dallas anymore because the president got murdered. So they did this whole rebranding of the city and the star and the America's team. team. America's team. What America? That, well, actually, actually in the actually in the Trump era, that's actually pretty accurate. They might be America's team. I I just it, it's just it it's the fandom more than anything. Now they are they are an embarrassing organization. Um, Jerry Jones above all, he is he is a terrible human. There's they just a, they there's a, a ro- with the jumbotron yeah. thing that was too low and they would kick and go. Yeah, yeah. Was hitting it. it just <laughs> happened the other week. Yeah. Oh, there's oh, like what's still happening? They didn't raise it. They're not gonna take that down. Oh, Never. Oh, no. so that still happening. No, you just got to deal with it. Like there's a robot. Dallas. It's like when people with new money do gaudy stuff. Yeah, Dallas. Like there's a RoboCop body underneath that suit Jerry Jones with. Like, like, like he's just being kept alive by technology. He is the Vince McMahon of the NFL. He is. Oh, yeah, he is. Okay. He is with less strange with, but without the strange looking like uh, muscle milk titties. Um, having said that, it is time for white people must be stopped. So what this Dallas football jersey do you want? Is it Diggs? You want Parsons? I can get your old school Romo throwback <laughs> with Thanksgiving Day colors. He's talking shit. Herschel I Walker. I love it. Herschel Walker. Um, I would actually take a Tony Dorsett one. Actually, actually, I would say actually that would be kind of fly. That would be kind of fly because Texas. I just love that he's played that I don't F with white people right after we talk about Jerry Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed like a perfect time. Okay, perfect time to put that yeah. in there. I would, um, I would even mess with a Michael Irvin one. Um, White House. And sprinkle some coke. Put White House on the back. <laughs> so, this is a quick white people must be stopped. Um, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, the who's that? The turtle, the the that wayward Wednesday the Willows character. I don't know. I don't know him. <laughs> they open the Arctic covenant yeah. on his face. <laughs> Listen, he. I remember I, there was a meme and I reposted it that he looked like the pale face man from. Um, Phantasm Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Oh shit! That's Not even better. With the, with the hands, yes. with the eyeballs, that's and the even hands, better. He looks just like that. That oh. man is actually, I would say, if. Satan had a right hand man. I would say it'd be Mitch McConnell. I would be. Ooh. I would agree. You know what I mean? You know how like even on South Park they had like the devil had somebody whispering in his mm. ear, kind of like in Lord of the Rings. Yep, that's literally yes. Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. And Mitch McConnell is. I mean, at seventy nine years old, he's seventy nine. He is seventy nine years old. It's time to go. Retirement age is sixty five. He got to get out. Yeah, he, been he has gone. to get out. He he said that he made it, was, and, and the white people are gonna say, oh, it was a gaff. It was a gaff. No, it wasn't. Anytime white people say something stupid, they no. go, it was a gaff. No, it wasn't. He, he said it. black. He people, knew exactly what he was saying. He said black people vote. No, he said African Americans vote just as much as Americans. And this is again why black people now black people are not surprised. 
Uh, not at all. We're no. never surprised by any of these things. But this is also why I never say African-American. I always say black. Do we say, you go to Canada, and do we say uh, African-Canadians? Nope. No. Do you go to Denmark, and you say African-Danes? Like, no, no. It's black. It's black, black, blackity black. It's always black. Like, stop. Because even my girlfriend, our friend who, Megan, Megan, like, we were, I was like, I'd hate the term African-American. She goes, there is a thing where people say that it makes us still not American. Right. Like, you're still separating us from the rest of, we are Americans. And we had this conversation earlier with Damien today about, like, you took our identity from us. You took us from our culture. You took, Mm -hmm. you know, you took everything from us. And now you even want to take our nationality from us. And to be fair, it's the ghetto. But Mm -hmm. still, like, can we, anywhere we go in the world, if Ari Lennox goes to Africa, they will call her an American. The U.S. is the Dallas of the world. Oh, 100%. Correct. 100%. Correct. Yep. And and so and my thing is that at the end of the day it just reflects that these old these old good old boy white people still no matter who they let have a seat at the table, no matter who's in office whatever, they still regard us the same way as the nationalities that uh, clean their houses, mm-hmm. that build their houses, mm-hmm. that cut their grass. We are the help, except Always. except we have yep. a longer history here, so they had to give us some rights to stay. That's how they. That's how they look at us. And we the are, reason they're trying to keep the like they're trying to prevent the rights from happening. They keep right. doing their best to yeah. keep that from happening. No voting rights. All these things are doing it. But basically, when Mitch McConnell said that, I'm like, there it is, y'all. Yeah. When other people around the world wonder why black people hate. White people so much, white Americans, you know, like Correct. they get it. Like my one of my closest friends is from Denmark, and when I talk about white people, he always knows I mean white Americans. Yeah, and he always laughs because he's always like, "Yeah, white people suck." Like he knows white Americans suck. And what's like, crazy is when people from other places say they hate Americans, they're talking always about talking Americans. about white people. Yes, and that's so, about me. I heard that. Oh, um, also wanted to. I also wanted to talk about this because nobody seems to be talking about it, um, making the rounds. Lauren Smithfields. Who's that? Lauren Smithfields was found dead in her apartment. Oh yeah, I saw that. She was the she was the chick that went on a Tinder date. One of them apps. One of them. Tinder, Tinder, Bumble, something like that, with a white guy, and ended up dead. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the white guy's apartment, was it, or in her apartment? No, it was. Yeah, I think it was in the white guy's apartment. Guy was covered in blood. They didn't didn't even try. They didn't. They didn't even do an investigation. Seemed like a nice guy. He seemed he seemed all right. That was the, that was their response. That was literally they didn't what? even do an investigation because this guy seemed because this guy seemed okay. But put a pin in this real quick. Here's I listen to a bunch of murder podcasts. Okay, I watch a bunch of shows like See No Evil and Serial Killers. One thing that's a through line is the police don't really solve these cases ever. It's a lot of this kind of stuff. Ever, like, and most of that has to do with laziness. Yeah. It's an obvious like maybe this person's the person, and they're just like, eh, eh. and that's right. part of why that's part of why like uh, like when cereal started out started being a big I thing. Was totally I cereal. didn't fuck yes. I didn't fuck with that because it was one of those things where you, black people black people are watching white people go. You mean they didn't investigate? You mean or, they wanted to just like pretend? Yeah, you mean blame you, someone else? They you the mean that they recanted and no one said anything? Because what they, what they refer to these people like they refer to like. Like black women, prostitutes, drug addicts as as the least dead, because they don't 
They don't care. When that dude, the right. Grim Sleeper, was killing in South Central, oh, the shit. people in the community were like, yo, something's happened to these women. The cops were like, nah, gang violence, drug violence. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no. So, But in Vancouver, Pinkton, that pig farm, he, the, all of them bodies on that pig farm. Which always reminds me of Snatch. Yeah. Them oh, people yeah. were like, something is going on in this farm. And so they, the police came out and publicly apologized to the community. Like, yo, that's all <coughs> bad. Mm-hmm. Like, we should have did something. Yeah. And it's just it's just a damn shame, and it's one of those things where black women, rightfully so, talk about how unsafe they feel among black men, and it's not like there's a safe. And I see why the anger is there because it's not like there's a safe space to go where it's where the grass is greener. Right, but literally, like I said, it like it's around the world violence against women. Period. Mm-hmm. Violence against trans women of color. Violence against black women. Period. When a black woman dies, no one cares. Correct. When a black man dies, no one cares. Unless nobody he's rich. cares. Nope. Even if he's rich, nobody. And the only people who care are people who want to get the money. Correct. That's also, also nobody correct. Nobody cares. There was a long time where you wouldn't find like if if if, if this were five years ago, even wasn't nobody finding. Who's that? The guy. What, what rapper was that recently? Young Dolph. Wasn't nobody finding his killer. They never nobody found Biggie's cares. killer. So <laughs> the, we know who Biggie's killer is, though. Well, we know who Biggie's killer is. Yes. Are um, you talking about that meme of, of Diddy? Yeah. <laughs> Charlamagne always used to say, "If you want to get away with murder, shoot a rapper." Oh, absolutely. And it wasn't and it, who who killed Jam Master J? Did they find that guy? Did or wasn't they, that in broad daylight? They they know who did it. Who's the studio? Okay. Oh, in did. the studio. It was in the studio. I thought it was outside the studio, like it. in broad daylight. No, he ran in the studio. It's, it's that no snitch culture, but they know yeah. who did it. Yeah, that's yeah, also and part see, of there's it. that bullshit too. I, I don't have, I don't have the bandwidth today to go into what bullshit the snitching thing is. KRS knows African bottom. Listen, like here's the deal. Correct. There was a woman. This was a white woman. This was there was a woman about six years ago. Tim will remember this. She had gone on four dates with this guy that she met off of Plenty of Fish. Mm. Uh, she was a nurse. She had three children. Um, they went on their fourth date to a Mariners game. After the Mariners game, he cut her up and put her different body parts in different trash receptacles yep. around Seattle, right? And I remember my mom being like, was that woman crazy? She met a man online and went on a date with him. And I went, Mom, everyone dates off of apps. That's what everybody does. It's normal. It's not abnormal to happen. But the fact of the matter is, whether she met a man at church Supermarket, Starbucks, or an app, a killer is going to kill. The fact of the matter is this. Unfortunately, as women, we have to be very cautious about these things. We have to be smart. Like, even I remember my car broke down. Um, Like, this is, like, near heading towards, what's the islands up north in Seattle? Tomato Island. Orcas or something? Yeah. Yeah. My car broke down on my way back from Orcas Island. I'd just been doing hair for a wedding. Car breaks down. And so my girlfriend who was with me, she was doing the makeup for the wedding. I'm doing the hair. Her husband calls this person to get us towed, but we're super far from Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, gets the guy. And I remember Rainy, before we got in the car, she literally takes a photo of his license plate in the front. Takes it, like, literally sends it to her husband yeah. because we don't know these people. I'm like, that is smart. Smart, yeah. And unfortunately, to be safe, women have to do these kind of things yeah. because you always have to remember, like, and no matter what, and, like, no matter what, we are still the weakest link. Like, I don't care, even if I can bench press just as much as Damien, he still will have, like, you went through puberty with testosterone, and I went through it with estrogen. You're going you're gonna to be stronger than you. I won't, yeah. I won't even say weakest link. I'll just say least protected. Yeah. yeah. like That's what just, I always say. Yeah, like, we're, like, period. Yeah. Who's going to protect us? Nobody. Nobody's going to protect us. Even calling back to 
the episode when Oz was talking about the date where he was bringing the flowers and the, yeah. the young lady brought her kid. Yeah. Which, I mean, that was a very, very likely a shield just in Correct. case, just in yeah. case Oz is a creep. Like, right. you know, those are the kind but, of things. But that, even still, like, to me as a woman, I probably wouldn't bring my kid because, because that seems like, what if. But it was a very public place yeah, it was also. Sure. It was and of course, a, we know you're not a murderer or anything like sure. that. We but know. like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> but right. the fact of the matter is, like, as women, as human beings, as people, we can't really trust anyone at right. all anymore. Right. Like, you know, like, crime rate's so high in so many yeah. places. And I am not saying that this girl. I'm not trying to say like she's the victim and she's the issue. I'm not even saying it's her problem. I'm saying women as a whole, uh-huh. like no one is to be trusted. Sorry. Right. Yeah. That girl did not deserve what the, she got. It all, anytime I think of a white man murdering a black woman, it always reminds me of um, Heat. When the one, remember the one bad guy yeah. who got the prostitute or whatever? Yeah, he couldn't help himself. Yeah. Like yeah. he just like, so, like he's just a murderer. And like you, like women are, you have to be so, it's scary. Yeah, how it really is scary. You, you have, have to be, be all on the time. all the time. And I, I'm never offended when I'm on a date and a woman wants to take those kind of precautions. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, like, exactly. Hundred percent. When I've gone yeah. on dates, I literally take a screenshot of the man's phone number, a picture of him, and I send it to a couple of my girlfriends. And I literally would be like, "Okay, I'm going here at this time with this person. This is where I'm going to be." And my girlfriends literally would text me periodically, "How's everything yeah. going? How everything I'll going?" Because you have to be on your best favorite. And honestly, if I'm being honest, I feel like people should have. Uh, uh, pepper spray. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I asked chicks, do you want to take a selfie? I, you know, anything. You yeah, know, I'm. Su- I'm surprised that some of the dating apps don't have a feature where it's like, take a selfie of the person you with, and it automatically goes to like a couple of mutual friends or something. There you Man, go. That's another- it. There it is. I was, just, I was just gonna say, there it yeah. is. And make some money. Yeah. But you we're, have we're, to we're, be safe. Kids need to be protected, which is why we've always been very big growing up. Um, you don't have your laptop the family computer in a private place. The family yes. computer should be in a public place so your parents can monitor to make sure not some, some predator mm-hmm. isn't luring you, right? right? Keep your kids safe. As a woman, no one is keeping us safe but us. Right. My mom literally taught my, my mom on all her little one-liners. When I was, same thing, when I was first married, my ex, my mom said to me, no one is going to take care of you but you. Your kids won't take care of you. Your husband's not going to take care of you. You have to take care of yourself because women are always taking care of everyone else. So no one takes care of us. You have to take care of yourself. You have to be protected. You have to be smart. And it's sad. And it sucks. I wish Thanos would just get rid of half of these people. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people don't need to be. But the half you don't like. Thanos You know, I mean, if I got to go with them, as long as it keeps my knees protected. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like like when Jesus come down, snap them fingers. I'm be like, you know what? Finally, you know what? Because, I get like, because it. <laughs> it's not fair. That yeah. girl, it is not fair. Yeah. So what she did was 100 percent innocent. She didn't do anything wrong, and he thought that it would be fun to murder someone. And, and the crazy part is, you're going about your day having no idea that someone has plans to murder you. Yes, at all. That that was going to be your last time seeing your family. That was going to be your last time. Like, that's not fair. And what's even worse is that nobody cares that you're dead yeah. except for your family. Yeah. The, yeah. But the people who we pay taxes into their paychecks don't care. Don't give a fuck. They don't care. It's too much work. Yeah. Send the families room. have to f- tell the police, have to find someone, have to breathe. Like, even uh, Amar, Amar Arbery. Arbery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. No one cared. Nobody gave a damn. Nobody cared. Until it went public. Nobody yeah. cared. Until the, without the video, yeah. yeah, them dudes are still riding around in their trucks, living life. Looking for the next one. Yeah. yeah. Send, Nobody cares. Send your racist stories. Send your real-life racist encounters along with your listening letters. Questions for myself, D. Randall, or anyone you hear on this podcast, including and especially Tim and Jess. Send those to opinionswhileblack at gmail.com, or you can log on to opinionswhileblack.com, 
where you can find out more about the Least Sober Team in podcasting, ways to listen to us, and ways to buy merch. I said ways to buy merch. Um, we'll be right. We'll be right back with your listener letters and finish it up with the top three STFUs. Houston's most savage podcast. You are listening to it. Pour up. I am drunk. The rest of us a little bit kombucha. Yeah, kombucha yeah. has uh, two percent alcohol. I mean, oh no shit. Yeah. Yes, I, I did not know that. Well, this you one can is, actually buy hard kombucha. Now. Yeah, you can. This one is zero point five percent, five percent by volume. So, yes, uh, but yeah, you can actually buy hard kombucha now. So it actually has alcohol. Yeah. Oh, it's on and popping right now. Next to the other ones. It yeah, there. I am so glad we had y'all on this podcast, man. Uh, I I need that information. Okay, hard kombucha. I'm I'm in on it. Right, like, um, get the probiotic, the gut health going. Yes, especially yes. Well, you start with Jack in the Box, man. Just I would say today is kind of a cheat day in retrospect for me, but yeah, 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 definitely to even that out. Um, listener letters. Okay, time. Uh, my boy X the Maestro, uh, who now has. A music mix podcast on uh, Bonfire Radio every Sunday at 11 Central. Bonfire Radio, real radio for real people. Shout out to X, shout out to Conscious and Keish uh, doing your thing out there. Um, X the Maestro wants to know, let's see. Going to step into a different line of questioning this week. What's a comic? What's a comic book property or story arc you'd like to see made into a film or series. For me, I think Batman's White Knight arc would be dope to see. Joker goes sane and exposes Batman for being the reckless hero he really is. It's a dope read, and I think it would and I, I think it would make for a good movie. What is that? I don't know what that is. No. I don't know what that what is he, what do you say, White Knight? It's a it's a comic series uh Scott Snyder and Sean Murphy work on. Where it's it's kind of alternate. You it's kind of one of these little alternate, not main con- continuity things where the Joker goes sane what? and becomes the hero, and Batman is kind of labeled a reckless lunatic. Oh, I don't want to see that. No, I don't know. I, they're doing they're they're expanding that universe more into things. I don't want to see like White Knight version of like Harley Quinn and the White Knight version of Nightwing. I don't want to see all that shit. But it's Batman, so they're going to do what they're going to do with it. I mean, do we need any more Batman movies, though? How about that? So, no, but I have realized I'm also part of the problem. I said that. I was like, well, we don't really need another Batman movie. And then I saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. Randall showed it to me. When they yeah. when they showed the trailer where um, the he's chasing the penguin and the Batmobile comes flying out of all that fire and explosion, I was like, oh, well, my ticket's bought. I'll just be part of the problem then. Oh, we're going to see it regardless. <laughs> I'm yeah, that I mean, shit. of course. Like, I'm not not going to see it. But, like, but we just don't need... The thing is this. I get a little tired. There are other things that can be done, and I don't need to see... Like, why aren't we getting our Terry McGinnis movie? If we're, like, going to do a Batman movie, how come right. we can't get a Batman Supposedly that's happening. Beyond? But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it could have been happening by now. Do we need to keep doing just regular all... Oh, here comes Batman and the Joker. Here comes Batman and the Penguin. Here comes Batman and Catwoman. Here comes Batman and... Um, 
Scarecrow. Here comes Batman and whatever the Liam Neeson. What, what's or what's the guy who uh, the Bane? No, because um, I actually I would like to see that the one, not the Riddler. The Mad Hatter. You know Mad what I mean? Hatter, yeah, yeah, like, sure. you know, it's like we just keep kind of getting the same things over and over and over again. So, I remember when Batman Begins came out, I was so happy to see the Scarecrow. Was I was like, this is great. Yeah. Like a different villain that, you know, yeah, that was is a little bit more obscure because we're right. always so used to Riddler, um, Joker, Joker, Penguin. Catwoman, and Penguin, right? Yeah. You know, so these are the ones we remember. So I liked it when it was a little more obscure. You yeah. know, I like that. Unfortunately, we got Poison Ivy in a really bad movie. We got Bane first in a really bad movie. Yeah. Then it made it better. And oh yeah, Mr. Freeze. Ugh. But you know, like I'm gonna say no to your like. Dude, we don't need any more Batman movies. Yeah, I agree. Give us something different. I don't want I any more Superman movies. I don't want any Batman movies. Is this we're doing good with Spider Man? Never mind. The question was specifically about Batman movies. No, no, no. It was just whatever comic book movie or com or comic book story arc. That you've read story that's, arc, yeah. That you'd like to see. That's not Batman, please. For oh, I'll no, be honest, it, it might involves Batman. Mine doesn't. For me, you know what mine is. I I was I was talking about you how know what mine is. I was talking about how DC didn't necessarily use Zack Snyder right, and after seeing the Snyder cut, I feel like Final Crisis could have been the most psychotic fucking comic book story in human history. It could have been crazy. And in my in it what in what I envisioned, just given what they teased us with in the Snyder Cut, I always felt like the first movie could have been something where they where they didn't where it wasn't all about we're useless without Superman. It's more like we won the day but they are got, useless without Superman. That's see that's not that's not right. <laughs> Wonder Woman should not be useless without Superman. Like, and the but whole team was just fucking, they, they were getting their asses whooped until Superman showed up. Like, literally, I always think of, like, Aquaman when they made fun of him on Family Guy when that woman's oh, getting yeah, attacked well. on the beach. And he's like, I, I'm going to come up there and help you. And, like, the fish are, like, right? yeah. on him. You know what I mean? There are certain things, like. Aquaman should just flood the whole planet. Like, he could. He should. And he really should. Namor did that. Anyway. Sorry. And, really and so my what I envisioned was that they could tease into Final Crisis where um in this maybe in the next movie they say, Well, we could well we we won by the skin of our teeth, but we really need Superman and we're not we're not the most hopeful type of heroes and the world really needs that. And Batman and his endless guilt for getting Superman fucking killed in that stupid ass movie, um it, uses the mother box to try to bring him back and accidentally brings back dark side and dark side does the whole final crisis thing where everybody succumbs to anti-life and eventually Superman comes back, blah, blah, blah. I think that could have been the most psychotic looking shit. And Zack Snyder is really good at those big, crazy fucking moments. You know, like you've got three generations of flash mm -hmm. running and running after a guy or you know, all, all that kind of shit with, like, Batman shooting Darkseid in the head with a god bullet or whatever. That that kind of shit is crazy. And I think Zack Snyder could have done that. So I would have loved to see It would have taken that. him, like, three movies to do that. I was going to say, it would have been over the span of ten years. Yeah. <laughs> um, Y'all had ideas for something? Yeah, I know what I want. You want to go? Darkest Night. That's a good one. I mean, the, Green Lantern, the Green Lantern? Yeah, like, yeah. that's what I would yeah, want. I would want Darkest Night. But that would then, be but insane. Then we would have to, but we'd have to lead up to it, right? We need a Green Lantern movie. We need a, a hot girl or yeah. whatever. Sadly, hot, whatever. We, you know, you need a lot yeah. of other movies. But 
Darkest Night made me get back into DC, and then Whitest Day made me go back out. Out, oh, agree. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> but Darkest Night, I really did enjoy. <laughs> I agree. Um, but even still, sometimes I think the zombie thing is a little bit played, and yeah, yeah. But it's still, but that was really fun for me to read back in what two thousand seven. Yeah, you know, like yeah. that was a really fun little story. And then my other one, because I'm sticking with the DC, because yeah. Marvel can do no wrong. Like so far, I had they haven't done anything that I don't like except for right. Eternals. Um, I would have to say that the whole justice storyline with uh, where all the villains oh, where remember Lex Luthor the one that, finally the one yeah, illustrated cures, by Alex yes, Ross cures, yes. yes yeah cures yes. every illness um gets rid of poverty and everything because the fact of the matter is the story like how it really goes is villains don't ever think they're villains. Right? Mm-hmm. Correct. They think that they're doing something right for right. whatever Correct. reason, right? With the exception Lex of Lex Luthor literally Joker. thinks humanity would be better without Superman in it. Right. Yes. Exactly. And that was the thing. His whole thing is like, let's get all of these DC villains together. This is what I'm going to do. We're going to actually cure disease, get rid of hunger and poverty and all these things and make the world a better place to make all of these superheroes useless. And they yes. can't come at us because all we're doing is good. But remember, the whole thing was the Joker was like, man, F this noise. Like, I don't Jump like these this. motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, like that was always a really fun story for yeah, me. Yeah, I did because, like Justice. Because then it's like, because I've always, and we had this conversation yesterday, yeah. is I've always felt like the DC villains were way too strong for the DC superheroes. I always felt like a lot of times when I watch it, I'm just like, this is kind of a cop out because I think Darkseid is stronger. I think, you know, like there's right. so many, mm-hmm. uh, Brainiac, there's just so many people that I think are actually more, or villains that are stronger and, and they more are. powerful. And then I always feel like the way they make their way out, even in Darkest Night, I was like, that's a little bit of a cop out. Well, I, I, I think I think DC's thing for a long time was that, yeah, sure, the villains might be stronger, but their weakness isn't really in necessarily their their combat. They're, they're, it's in their inability to either work together or their inability to get over themselves. Right. Lex Luthor will always get in his own way. Right, because if it's pride. Right, like and he always has his pride, and that'll always get in the way. Like an all-star Superman, mm-hmm. he was like, "You could have saved the world a long time ago, dude." Yep. Like, and so yeah, I think that's where the DC villains are. They always get in their own way. Marvel is more of a it, it, we've seen now is very kind of hopeful, and it's very mm-hmm. much just a little a, more colorful and bright and fun correct. and happier endings. Just the idea of Captain America not giving a single solitary fuck. And was more than prepared to take on all of Thanos's army mm-hmm. solo. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I. But yeah, Justice would be a good a good story arc. Tim, um, it's not DC or Marvel. Mm. Uh, yeah, cool. But the Private Eye comment that you guys have. Oh, I love Private Eye. Yeah, Private Eye needs to be. Yes. Private Eye. I have it so on my familiar. bookshelf. Like you know, I have it a hardcover yeah. on my bookshelf. Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. Yes. So the, it was it a story where, in the future, movie. all all information, all data on computers was released publicly. So there was no such thing as yeah. private information. Not even like anything you've ever searched. Anything, anything you've browser ever Googled, history and everything. Everything you've ever Googled in your life, literally. Comes that would up. that would and, be dope. Yes, yeah. and so yeah. then they had to. So then they banned the internet, basically. Yeah, they and banned no one, the internet, and then everybody wanted to be anonymous. And everybody right. had, everybody went out. I mean, it's basically what. Yeah. It's basically like the first the, the, the stages like of the pandemic. Our grandson would <laughs> yeah. be the adult member because, like, the grandparent, he his grandfather who lived with him was trying to play like Call of Duty and had full tattooed sleeves. And he's yeah. like, "We don't have internet. Like, what are you, like he wanted to go online to play Call of Duty? And he's like, "We don't have that anymore." Yeah, right. like that was that was great. Speaking of Brian K. Vaughn, it's a little since it's coming back this week. Mm-hmm. I should mention Saga would is just tailor made 
for a, either a series of movies or like it could be a HBO ne- series. like a HBO, it could be HBO series. Be series for sure. He's never oh, gonna he, he's never gonna do it. That's no, not gonna never. happen. He said some no. things just should never be. Yeah. yeah, on TV we should just always just have them yeah. to read. I just in my head I just kind of want to see it because it's almost a no brainer that Rosario Dawson would be what's her face. But yeah. here's the deal though, because how would you make Saga not be too campy? How would you have people who have TVs for heads yeah. be royalty and having sex and these kind of things and not make it look cheesy? Because yeah. in the book it looks cool, but I think some certain things when you actually put it on screen looks kind of lame. Yeah. I think that I think now there are some people visually that could probably pull it off. I don't. I can't think of them right now off the top of my head. But for us to take it seriously, it enough, would be. It would be. Yeah. It's a fun book to read, and it'd be but, expensive. Yeah, it would be very tough. But yeah, yeah, Private Eye would be. Yeah, that was a good listener letter, man. What do you have? What do you, what, what you got? Oh. What you got? Um, well, mine is kind of weird because every every storyline that I've ever wanted to see has actually been coming to on fruition. Screen. Yeah. So, Going all the way back to like when I remember when Winter Soldier was announced when we were at Comic Con that year, and I was like, "Ah!" Yeah. And then after that, it was Civil War, and then and then when they announced that the Infinity uh, Infinity War was coming out, I was just like, "Well, oh, just, if it's Marvel, it's gonna they're just happen. doing everything that I want <laughs> just, all the way up to it." And I remember saying back then, "Man, if they ever do Secret Invasion, yeah. of course, you know, sure here we are enough. years later, they're they're doing Secret Invasion. Illuminati would be crazy. Illuminati would Ooh. be so. I was gonna say." If I if I had a choice for something that has not been done yet, if they somehow incorporate it, like once they get everybody on the table, if they can incorporate the Illuminati at some point, I think that would be extremely dope. Because we would get Reed Richards, yep. Black Bolt, mm-hmm. Professor, Professor Xavier, Namor. Captain America, they might, Namor. They, they might keep Cap off the they, table. Yeah, they're going to keep Cap well, off the table. Well, because didn't they get first. rid of Cap? Because wasn't Doctor Cap Strange. and yeah, Illuminati was, was they like, made I him don't. Forget. Yeah, they made him forget. They made him forget because he, he was found, like. He found he out. A, yeah. But and remember and Cap's Iron whole Man thing was, was like, like no. And, yeah, and Iron Man was the one. Yeah. So that would, I think that would that would play over well. I would not mind them figuring out a way to incorporate the Sentry. Yeah, you that know, centuries, be, my jam. Tim got me yeah. that as a gift once. I have it yeah. at my house. I that would be the most my, psychotic. Yeah, I still have it in my nerd corner. But my real, 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 real answer is Dark Avengers, planetary. What is planetary? Hell yeah! I don't know what planetary. You know what Warren Ellis? It's, it's the book that y'all gave me. The, 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 oh the, yeah, that, the, the, the 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 book, the box. You remember that? We bought that. We, yeah, we, we, bought it for you. we like if you have not read that, I don't remember. If you have not read Planetary, you should read Planetary. I've never read, I've never read it. Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis has proven himself to be a piece of shit, but it's his best work. You're such good friends. You have to read it. They are great friends. They bought me the. <laughs> they bought me the omnibus. Yeah. And, I, oh uh, God, that's wonderful. You need to read it. Oh. So okay. it is. It what is, is it? one of. Is that a Marvel thing? No, it's no, image. it's image. Oh, it's an image. It's image. It's at the tail tail end of like all that Stormwatch. Um. That whole universe, the wild storm shit. Yeah. Imagine if the Fantastic Four were villains yeah. and a group of people were tasked to take them down. That's that's yeah. an easy So the boys? No, no, not even close. I can't nope. I can't really describe the fan, it. I mean they're the villains, but the fantastic imagine the Fantastic Four because they're all scientists. Right. Instead of them being like making science and all these explorations to improve humanity. They're hoarding them almost and mm. being like, and I think they literally say it in, in the, yeah. they they pretty much say it in the book. It's like, this is the great human adventure and you people can't come. And it's really the, the whole series is, it's kind of a very meta look at comic book characters. It, it's almost satirical sometimes at how it pokes fun at how absurd 
comic book characters can be. Yeah. Um, but I, I, and again, I'm very grateful y'all got it for me. It is, I think it's one of the greatest single run of comics ever because it is Who wrote it? Warren, Warren Ellis, Ellis okay. illustrated by John Cassidy. Oh, okay. Another wonderful who's, artist. Who's from Dallas, though? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, nobody's perfect. I mean, there's so many things I would love to see. I want to see East of West. Oh, God, East of West. Yes! Hickman is a fucking genius. Yeah, genius. yeah, East yes. of West would be wonderful. Genius. Him that, and uh, what's my ascender? Um, Dustin Wynn? Dustin no, Wynn. No, no, no. Oh, Jeff um, Lemire? Jeff Lemire. Yeah. yeah. That's my guy. Jeff Lemire. I have that omnibus. Ascender would be a good one too. Ascender. I haven't started Ascender. Well, Ascender is a little bit more like AI, but I do love that. But East of West is my Oh, that was great. I love that. What is the old and the the old and the the quick and the dead? No, no, the the dead and the dying. Yes, that was good. That was good. Dead and the dying. Yeah, but there's a bunch of because image is kind of my jam now. Like that's all I really read. We're revisiting old curly nerd episodes now. I know, Um, right? (laughs) Okay, so uh, real quick because I want to because I want to do top three and uh, do a quick Patreon and get out of here. Okay. Um, Thank you, X. Uh, That was a wonderful question. Time for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America? That need to shut the fuck up. Jason Whitlock. Always Jason Whitlock. Uh, number three. Um, oh, God. I can't believe he's making a shut the fuck up comeback. Is Kanye Omari West. Um, Kanye is out here. Bruh. Was that not the creepiest shit? And for those of you that don't know. Kanye was apparently uh, not allowed to be at his daughter's birthday party. And depending on who you ask, because now he's saying that's not, now Travis is saying that's not true. Travis Scott gave him the address so he could like crash his daughter's birthday party. And everything about him spending time with his daughter looked like a crazy person be spending time with their daughter under supervised visitation. Right. (laughs) I was just telling him, remember the end of Suicide Squad where like, Deadshot was allowed to like help his daughter with his homework, but yes. only under federal marshal supervision. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what it, it looked awkward. And it looked exactly like we did not ask him to be here and we'd rather him not be here, but fuck it. Let him play pin the tail on the donkey for five minutes. No, so he, he literally is picking out his here. child up to swing her around to hit a pinata. Yeah. That is some crazy. Supervised visitation, shit. yeah, actions. and he went on this whole tirade about how they, oh, they're they're trying to they're trying to keep the black man away from away from his family, and no. he always pivots to things that he knows are going to get the fuck niggas and the Kevin Samuels niggas on his side. And this is the guy who has the MAGA hat and uh-huh. who has the MAGA himself. hat. But Correct. now, but now he wants to be like they're doing this to black men. If they were uh, the doing man it, that you wear the hat loves to do things to black men. What are you talking about? First of make all, make it make sense. First of all, if they were if they were going to keep you from keep you away from your kids, they would have said something when you moved into a house ten feet away from them. Listen, okay. So so that's a shut the fuck up right there. But no, no one can keep you from your kids. Correct, but yourself, but yep. yourself. Thank you and your actions. Hundred percent. I was literally telling Damien the other day. I have a girlfriend. Whose husband just went nuts and left her with three kids, literally took everything from her. He just went right. crazy, tried to act like she was the crazy one and tried to get her family to turn against her. And I'm like, but he has to have supervised visitations at the mall in a public place. So so who's the crazy one then? Like mm-hmm. if if the if the government, if the judges, if the city, if the state, whatever, if the state is telling you you can't be around your kids by yourself, 
It's not the kids. It's not the wife. It's, it's you. your action. It's you. Y'all, so go sit down. Jess is potting in the year 3000. It's I just good. want y'all to know. I haven't heard Jessica on the pot in a while. This is really She's, <laughs> she's potting in the year 3000. I just want y'all to know. Um, all that to say, because Kanye, and I've said, like I've said on podcasts before, Kanye does not deserve to have too much time spent on him anymore. I think he's at that point where culturally he does not matter the way he used to. He can just shut the fuck up. And take off them raggedy ass boots, man. Please, and God. Stop flaunting your raggedy white girl. She's not bad. Why are you dressing Hell, like a. She's a four. She's a come up. She, like, I was going to say. From Kim Kardashian? I was going to say she's like a cold five. Like, she's a cold five. That's generous. Five. Like she like 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 she's shitting on other fives. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't find her like wildly unattractive. I don't find her interesting. She's just average. Yeah, I was gonna say nothing yeah, about I her is special. The thing about Kim Kardashian is Kim Kardashian was beautiful before the plastic surgery. This is true. You this know, is like true. that's a, she is a beautiful girl. Yeah. Whether um, you like her or hate her, you cannot. Kim Kardashian is beautiful. Chloe her body is strange, but her face is absolutely beautiful. And this girl, she. Chloe has had to fly. If you saw her and didn't know her name, you wouldn't. You would look. You would look at it. Chloe has had to fly <laughs> to yeah. get to where Kim Kardashian just kind of walks. She did because she was a beautiful girl before. She, you know what I mean. That's. I asked my girlfriends. I was like, "Why does Chloe not look as good?" Because Chloe wasn't pretty. OJ. But yeah, but when you start out with someone beautiful and do some plastic surgery things, then it gets gets more and more and more beautiful because she is knows what she's doing. Yeah. You know? And even not only that, like Kim and Kanye's kids are the cutest. They are they little are kids. The kids are cute. She's pretty. Yeah. And she's living her best life. And Kanye has completely lost his mind. My mom died in April of 2019. I am 42 years old. And I still think to myself, I'm God, sorry. What, what, what would my mom think? I'm about sorry. You're this? how old? 42. Shut yeah, up. I'm old. Get away from me. But no, literally, but I still, the <laughs> things that I do, I still kind of go like, my mom found out about this. Yeah, yeah, I do that too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, if, and if Kanye had the relationship like we all thought he had with Donda, why doesn't he think? But, but I mean, to be fair, yes, he ha, he's probably like undiagnosed bipolar or 100%. Like mental illness or whatever. But I just kind of think, you don't think, what would my mom think about the way that I'm acting? I still think because he started I think acting about like it all the time. No, he started acting like this when she passed, which Correct. tells me that this was always in the tank for him. And that she was, was yeah. and she really was. Yeah, kind of. She had the she lid was the, on that. She was the pin in the grenade. Pressure. What do you call it? Pressure was, cooker. She yeah. was the lid on the pressure cooker. It's like Damon Lindelof used to say about uh, Walter White. Walter White was always Heisenberg. Yeah, yeah. Walter White was always, always Heisenberg. Yes. That was just the tipping point. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. number two, I can't believe they've unearthed this person. I blame the media one hundred percent. I'll tell you why. Lena Dunham. The the black lion so of white off. feminism. Speaking of speaking of mid white women, the black lion of white feminism, Voldron. <laughs> Fam, Lena Dunham. Somebody somebody went out to, out of their way to interview her about just kind of. It, I I didn't read the whole interview, but a lot of it seemed to revolve around who why they got her the fuck out of. Dodge in the first place. I thought it was because she tried to say that Odell Beckham Jr. wouldn't give her no attention. I don't remember that. That yeah. too. And she and so she she commented on that. And I could comment on it. There was a there was a lot of stupid things she said, but among the most stupid, I shit you not, is she said if people 
people would know, people would realize that I'm not racist if they knew how much I wanted to fuck Drake. That's nah, real slavey. I don't like it. That man who murdered that girl. Like, why did he choose a black girl? Because he was racist and he probably wanted to have sex with her and who knows what he did and then he murdered her. And you know you get you know who else wants to have sex with black people? All of our ancestors. Mm-hmm. Every single one. Every if you do your ancestry, every single one of us has European. Mm-hmm. And but guess what they were doing? Owning us and whipping us mm-hmm. and There's murdering a, us and raping us. Yeah, they weren't they weren't relationships. They weren't there was in a relationship. If you right. wish I wish you could know how not racist I was. First of all, Drake is the lightest, brightest, yellowest Canadian of all times. Right. You are out here saying you want to have sex with Idris Elba. Right. You're talking about Drake, homie. Like, are you serious? She needs to go with her milk toast. She needs to go. Like, why, why do people... This is what, the mediocrity and the audacity is what yeah. white people have. Two things. Mediocrity and audacity. She's Who asked the, her? She's the white woman that, like, north side niggas fuck around with. Um... Sorry, I don't understand sorry, that North. reference. Sorry, Northside. I think it's hilarious. Sorry, guys. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, y'all. <laughs> so what you're saying is she has good credit. Correct. No? No. No. Northside niggas don't have good credit. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that's no, true. No, no, that's saying, remember, like, yeah, they get on with the good credit. Yeah, yeah they get on with the good credit, bitch. That's true. Um, So, yeah, yeah, Lena Dunham, and, and I blame, and I'll just real quick, I blame the media, too, because... We don't need to be unearthing Lena Dunham for any reason. She doesn't have anything going for her right now. There's no reason. And that's why I hate when the media just unearths people that we've been trying to get rid of forever. We don't need that. We don't need that revisiting. We don't need to revisit that and ask ourselves, were we a little harsh? No. She needed to go. She always needed to go. Fuck white feminism, Voltron. Mm. And, And literally, that's a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is literally a thing. Oh yeah, we've done that. In, like white way. feminism is not like feminism and white feminism are two totally Get different. Get the things. fuck Completely. out of here! Yes. White feminism steps that's why, in that's front why of. I, that's why I never white. say that I'm a feminist. I'm not you know a feminist the last time I saw. Do. You yeah. know the last time I saw Amy Schumer on Twitter. Who's that? Exactly. Exactly. On Twitter and doing an ad for I shit you not mayonnaise. Um, Lena Dunham should. Just oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> You're right. I forgot. That is funny. Mayonnaise, the seasoning for white people. Mayonnaise is, I was in all the time. Mayonnaise is spicy. Oh, they think mayonnaise is spicy. Get, I put, get, I put get, that on everything. Get yes. Lena Dunham ass the fuck out of here. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear shit from you either. Just because you were on a, just because you were on a show with her, Donald Glover. I didn't say he didn't say anything. I'm just saying, don't don't get it started, Donald Glover. It's not your battle. It's, this isn't your moment. This isn't your fight. Just drop, hurry up and drop Atlanta season three. We need that. We need that. Uh, number one person who should shut the fuck up, ladies and gentlemen, is Pastor Mike Todd. I did not. Uh, uh, I don't want to talk about this. I did not. I don't want to talk about it. So gross. I didn't know who the fuck this person was. Uh, um, you don't. You, you don't follow the preacher sneakers account on on Instagram. Oh, preacher sneakers is hilarious. Oh, why am I not following? Because it shows how much money. It shows how much money their shoes are. And they're scamming the congregation for it. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Apparently, Pastor Mike Todd is the latest of the youth pastor hucksters um, in this generation of youth pastor hucksters um, who uh, uses who basically uses God. And I forget what Instagram account that is. I always see people saying stupid shit on, but um, to say dumb things and and terrible if relationship advice. His latest stupid thing that he said 
was he got he got a blind person? Is this right? Was that a blind person? No, 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 no. It was his brother. The, the parable oh, in the Bible Christ. is the Jesus with the Jesus, blind. Person. Yeah, the blind person was okay. Jesus. I thought he got a real blind person. No, to them. really. Okay, so would you imagine? Because blind people have a heightened sense of smell and stuff. Yeah. Can you imagine what that smell like. Would you call it throat butter? Lung butter. Lung butter. Lung butter. And so he gets up there, and, and so he gets up there and spits Pause. in his hand and just no, no, no. He went. No, he took a big snorty inhale. It was and a, it up. was a COVID cough that came from his chest. Wait, but but and that was and his. we are in a pandemic. He did that too, right? That's it, the other thing. Not, but see, not only did he do that, it sat in his yeah. hand for the, and for, he continued to speak, and then he yeah, did it yeah. again and let him anticipate it. And then and wiped it on this man's face in layers to the point where there was a piece that dripped from the man's mouth. Sure did. And he had to catch it. Yep. All to all to make the point that following God's path can get a little nasty. Following God's path, I imagine, as a person of religion, I imagine would not lead you to directly to COVID. Not following that God's regard. path will no. get your ass beat in front of your entire your whole ass whooped. <laughs> your whole ass. You're not turning the other cheek, Damien. I'm turning both. My Actually, that was going to sound bad. Pause, I was going to yeah, say, pause that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my side don't even look like it was fucked up. My side don't even look like he got hands. He don't. He got hips. Where's the lie? And the reason this is so disappointing is because this is this is why. <laughs> Young generations of black of young black people are divesting from the church. We were, we were literally yes. just talking we had about the same this conversation. Today. This is why people hate religion. This is why people want out, and this is why people. I talk so bad. Oh. I mean, this isn't the only reason why people hate, but like modern yeah. day, there yeah. are people that listen to this show that yeah. get really mad at me about the way I talk about astrology. They, they a couple of them call themselves the astro hoes. That shit is corny. Uh, I mean, astrology, I mean, it, it astrology really is. is corny. And 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 they, and they I know. What time I, they, were you born? Huh? What time were you born, Damien? Don't get me started on this shit. Look, y'all, I was born at 8.15 p.m. on a Tuesday, June 18th. Oh, that's such big Aries behavior. Gemini. big Virgo behavior. Oh, you're Gemini? Oh, clearly. Yeah, clearly I, a Gemini. There's no way we could be friends. Yeah, I don't know. I, we, we are like our start. They're not I don't know if I ever told So my water sign is. I don't know if I ever. You're rising. I don't know if I ever told this story on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to tell the whole story. I'm not going to tell the whole story, but I never told the story. I. I, where I was on a date and the date was basically leading to we were going to go we, it, we were oh, going to get we were going to get the fuck out of there uh, oh, oh, yeah, we were yeah, going to get the fuck out of there and do what we got to yeah. do and she literally said that she wanted to see my natal chart before she fucked me I mean, who doesn't? I, do, I don't oh, want to fuck you, you until I see your you? natal chart. And I didn't even know yeah, that, that I, was. You know, yeah, my, I have my COVID thing on my... Uh, <laughs> on my, my, pa- on my Here yeah. it is. Hold on. Hold on. My Apple wallet. There it is. <laughs> I was this so is there's my natal chart. Have it on kidding. my Apple wallet. No, I'm joking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was so fucking mad. But yeah, I but yeah, I talk so bad about people and, and, and these weird new agey, hippy-dippy bullshit things. But I see why now. I see yeah. because people because are looking people, for yeah, the people want some kind of spirituality and some kind healing. of connection. They want some direction. Yes, and they're not getting it from these fucking idiots. Yeah, these prosperity pastors, these people that never open a Bible, they never talk about any kind of scriptures. It's, everything is for stunts and shows I'm to g- make money, to get clicks, to get followers. This man apparently, I was listening to the Reed podcast, had did an apology, and they were saying that 
Um, he was grinning through the whole apology yep. just because yep. he's just so happy people talking about him. Because he and he knew nobody was going to give a fuck, man. And I'm gonna and I will close on this. I'm just gonna say I am not gonna be surprised just by the look of him and me growing up in in religion in the church. I am not gonna be surprised when it comes out he's that from Dallas that not only is he from <laughs> Dallas <laughs> that he has fucked half of his youth group on the youth group. Yeah. I know what's, his, what's his name I, again? Mike Todd. He's, he's he's the first uh, post on that future sneakers. Yeah. Oh man! Oh he! Oh he! Finger fucked a couple of people on the youth group trips. It, 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 I, I grew no. I grew up in that shit. The youth group trips were wild. They just were. That and was the, yeah. And the youth pastors are on something else. Yep. Yep. I'm so Mike Todd. He's from Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is North Dallas. Also makes. Oh, that's I, right. I would say also the, the annex of Dallas. So uh, Mike Todd can just shut the fuck up. Go go the fuck away. Um, D Randall, do we do a podcast? I'm triggered because the last fight that I ever had was because someone <laughs> spit in my face. And I actually fought two dudes at one time. Of course like, you did. Because D. Randall got hands. I, uh, uh, they found out. I know you, you felt, you know, he you run it for yourself. Face. Feet up. I, I, I don't it like was, that. It was, it was, it was. Oh, I feel, I've seen, I've seen red before and I've had, I've like where my vision gets blurry. Yeah, I don't like and that. And I'm like, thing. I just walk away. It yeah. was I'm middle like, school, I'll, I'll murder middle someone. school football practice. I've only ever hit one person. Rodney Mullins and Ryan Brown. Rodney Mullins went on to get addicted on crack. Ryan Brown went on to get a degenerative, degenerative disease in his leg, and his leg started to wither up. That was years oh. later. I don't feel sorry about either one. But oh. in football practice in middle school, when they were trying to, I guess, jump me in or something, Rodney Mullins spit in my face. And I jumped out of my skin and lunged at Rodney Mullins, had him pinned on the ground. Ryan, Ryan Brown jumped in, tried to jump me. I flipped him over. I was whipping both of the so asses. You did a fez then. Yes. And like the team had to pull me off of them. If you ever want to see me step out of my character, spit on me. I'm changing Damon's name on phone to Fesco. What's up, bro? Jess, Tim, did we do a podcast? Oh, yeah, we did a podcast. We did a podcast. Thank okay. you for having me. I appreciate okay. it. It's yeah, all good, you. man. I, 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 wanted to keep, I wanted to keep you guys so we could do a, a Patreon. Randall has told me I have to wrap. Okay. Um. So, uh, we'll thank do it next week. We got time next week. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you guys for being for being here. Thank you guys. Um, uh, I'm gonna send you guys some stuff. Actually, uh, I'm. I, I do have do, a Houston shirt. I wanted to do like a like a for gift, you. like a little gift thing, oh, but work got away from me. Like a Cowboys jersey. Cute. <laughs> Amen. Cute. Very cute. You're a guest, Tim. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, this has been, this has been really great. I think everybody's gonna, gonna be really interested in everything we had to say. Jess, Jess in particular, Jess, you've been potting. I, I, I can tell you miss it because you've been potting in the, in the year 3000. You've been, you've been really Jessica out. Jessica is a skilled communicator. Tim. And Tim also has a podcast. I do. Yeah. We're a little bit of hiatus. My podcast partners recently had a little one. So. What's your podcast called? Made in the eighties. We talk about eighties movies. And TV I love shows. it. Send me, send me that it. stuff. I'll send yes. it to you. But it's all, we're on a bit of a hiatus because cool. you know, they're raising a little one, but That's they're cool. good. I got time to catch up. Just, I actually this. need to catch up with them. But yeah, yeah send me that shit. I love Made in the 80s. Okay, okay. Um, it's made in the 80s, a podcast where, about the 80s from people ooh. born in the 80s. Yes. Yes. Where, where can they find you guys? Um, socials, all that stuff? I mean, you can just follow me on Twitter. They follow me on Twitter. At JDC, JD O'Brien. What is my, my Twitter? Mine's, I'm at People's Credit. Your, your Twitter, I think, is Curly Nerd Jess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's Curly Nerd Jess. I'm about to look at actually what it's called. Okay. It's JDC. It's JDC O'Brien. Okay. Yeah. Anything going on we need to know about? 
Projects, mm, anything? I have no. I mean, like, no. I don't have any projects that are outside of work. Chilling. <laughs> I just am happy to be in Texas. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen Damien in, since before pandemic. We haven't all four of us been together. Uh, all three of us been together in almost four years. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'm just happy to be here with my besties. Hey. Yep, I'm yep, telling yep. you, these guys. Uh, I know we're the, we, we just ended the podcast, but I wanted That's to cool. say when you were talking about Regina King's son and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. people getting help, I'm like, the other thing that people need to do as being a decent human being is be people like Tim and be people like Damien who I can call whenever I need them and then vice versa being the, a friend who if they call me I'm immediately picking up the phone and just listening but not listening with it, waiting to respond listening intently and hey, being man. that good friend but literally yeah. Damien has been my big brother mm. and my therapist and I mean I have a therapist but I still Damien has been my big brother and my therapist since 2012 before that, I think. Uh, yeah, maybe even yeah, longer. Dang, yeah. it might have been since like 07. Oh, yeah, 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 on the yeah. Twitters. Yeah, yeah. And, then, like and then Tim like literally reached out to me one day and was like, Hey, want to hang out? And I'm like, Sure, yeah, we and saw Tomorrowland, yes, and literally <laughs> has been one of my best friends who the same most supportive, like, make, keeps me from feeling like I'm in bizarre world, yeah, you know, like, yeah. yeah, just like that's one thing is having good people in your life and really good friends who are kind and thoughtful and generous. And we all talk to each other literally every all day, day yeah. every day. Go. Literally. There was only one time we didn't hear from Tim and I was very angry, disappointed, but there was a good reason. <laughs> yeah. It was a good reason. It was I'm a good, good reason. Yeah. Yes. And he won't do it again. Never oh shit. Again. It wasn't even like a bad, on just, that note. <laughs> no, that oh my God. <laughs> I didn't go MIA like that. Like, no, no, so, like that, yeah. um, it, 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 this has been very insightful and it's been insightful. I've, I've had my best friends on the podcast at some point. They tried to kill us with alcohol. <laughs> they, and, and they tried to kill us all with alcohol. And I'm trying to make sure you have healthy gut bacteria. My, this is the polar opposite because my best friend tried to get him fucked, what got him fucked up on his anniversary. Oh, okay. That's nothing wrong with that. So but the that wife not, didn't mind it. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no comment. That shit was hilarious. So, um, thank you guys. This has been a wonderful episode. I church announcement. I was asleep by like ten. Um, church announcements. D. Randall. Nah, I, I have nothing. Okay. Um, and y'all know where it is. We'll be back next week with more foolishness and fuckery. Y'all know how it goes. Um, in the meantime, this has been episode one sixty eight. One sixty eight of Opinions Wait, can I say it? Black. Do it. Titties. Wait, not, not yet, yet, not yet. <laughs> you just want to say titties so bad. She was like, "I'm finna say titties, y'all." I have to. <laughs> I have a thing I have to do. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I have been Oz. I am still D. Randall. I'm Tim, and I'm Jessica. And as always, forever in parting, titties. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to say titties. Oh man, that is the best thing I have ever done on this podcast. Uh, I I don't know what to do with titties being a brand for me now. (laughs) Bye, y'all.